Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to episode yeah, three yeah, yeah. of the Trash Talk Podcast. Woo! I am your host, your dad, coming at you live. I've got P. Sizzle and Jay Pizzle with me here today. Um, fellas, say what's up. What's hey, up, what's everybody? On, Thanks for tuning in today. We love y'all. All right. Hey, so we're. Hey, Beep, is, is that a new thing? Are you coming in as dad every time? Uh, I'm trying it out. It'll be dad or granddad. So I also we'll just... thought I was the only oh. sizzle. Why did he get Jay sizzle? There's only one piece sizzle. Dude, Y'all know right, that. Boys. Hey, let's get into hey, it. Hey, when I, when I'm ad libbing, you can't, you can't limit me to do anything by the rules. <laughs> All right. We're getting right into it with a little fact or fiction just to kind of wet the palate to, you know, to wet the palate of the listeners. Jacob, kick <laughs> us off. Fact or fiction in the Super Bowl, JPP will intercept... <laughs> Patrick from the homes with one hand and the hand will be the hand with only three fingers. Bro, I'm going out on, out on a limb here. I'm saying fact. I think it'll happen. You just want to say J-P-P-I-N-T. Like, that's what you want to get to say. It that's just like, comes out naturally, bro. Is this is this our first three facts all the way around? Are we all saying fact on this? I'm saying fiction. Uh, he has two <laughs> okay. fingers. So. Okay, next. Rams won the trade. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Absolutely. Fiction. Oh, wait. Fact. Fact. The Rams, they totally won that trade. Fiction. Okay. You're go- you're we'll go- get into it. Hey, save for the pod. Special <laughs> teams is more violent than the MMA. Wait, can you repeat that one? I feel like I said already- fact or fiction. Special teams is more violent than the MMA. Ooh. That's. I feel like this isn't a debate. Like, I feel like I should say that it's fiction because the MMA totally is. But, but that feels like a cop-out. I don't know. Y'all remember that, like, dudes will lose their helmet on special teams and go make plays downfield. Uh, But granted, they don't wear helmets in the MMA. Did did y'all ever see Johnny Knox's injury? The, the. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver for the bears where his back like bent backwards yeah yeah but special teams is kind of a it's it's rough but mma that's just another level yeah i'm going, we, fi- I'm going fiction yeah it's fiction i mean johnny okay. Knox, not to be confused okay. with the jackass actor that yeah that's also true yeah let's clarify that yeah, yeah. i just i think i think don't get me wrong a punch to the face is violent a kick, a kick to the face is very violent, but I feel like someone running, getting a twenty-yard head start of just fully sprinting at you and putting their head into your head, it's pretty violent. See, right. I would we'll rather get- have that happen one time than get kicked in the shin like fifty times over the course okay. of three rounds. Fair enough. We'll all say fiction. I have That's soft cool. shins. I don't need to be kicked there. Okay, dude. So did you see? It. Did you see McGregor's leg after that fight? It was like a football, dude. Yeah, that's, it was. That's, that's brutal. <laughs> it's on the list of things I don't want to look at. Fact or fiction? Stafford is the toughest NFL player in the league right fact. now. Absolutely fact. Fact. Fiction. Fiction. Fact. Fact. Who's, tougher? Who's tougher? Who's tougher than Stafford? <laughs> uh. Dak Prescott. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay, you agree, no. Jacob? Okay. No, he's number two. He's number two. No, oh, no. Stafford. You're pandering who's, to the crowd. <laughs> who's tougher, 
Okay, I'll be serious. Then Matty Stafford. I will tell you right now who is tougher, and it's not like I don't even have to second guess it. Aaron Rodgers. That's, no. AKA, AKA <laughs> oh, get the out boat. of here. AKA the boat. This isn't. This isn't back a in twenty eighteen. Back in twenty eighteen, okay. he gets injured first half against the Bears. They're down twenty one. What was his? What was his twenty one? We were down. Tw- they were down twenty one to three. I don't know. It looked really bad though. Okay, well, this is. It was his oh, knee. It was oh, his oh, knee. Really he bad. goes into the locker wow. room, comes back, and he throws for four touchdowns in the second half and beats my Bears. Wow. So yeah, I'll say. I'll say it looked really bad. Yeah, but he beat the garbage Bears. And he was on the good Packers. I mean, and you know I love the Bears, but they were trash. But but that um, was our 2018 year. That's when we were. Oh, they, yeah, y'all were ten. We were kind of cold. Six yeah, we were. No, we were 12 and four <laughs> that year. Oh shoot! No, you weren't. Yeah. Okay. If you've seen the mic'd up of Matthew Stafford, he's literally Tim Riggins in that. He got his shoulder popped out of place. <laughs> it comes out of place. They pop it back into place. And in Friday Night Lights, Tim Riggins loses the game. Matty Stafford goes in and throws a touchdown with a out-of-socket shoulder. Yeah, he pop, they pop it back in. He's <laughs> laying on the ground, and, he's, and he hears that Cleveland calls a timeout, and he goes, oh, they call a timeout. I can go back in. They try to hold him down, and he's like, no. And he runs back in there, throws a game-winning touchdown. <laughs> you kid, the, dude, the dude, after every game, has, like, grass stains – is limping, his nose is bleeding, he's blind. Like, I mean, the guy is messed up. Dude, that was such a win for the Rams. I, we won't get into it now, but that was such a win for the Rams to get that. I mean, I mean, we can go ahead and get into it now. Why not? Just just send it real quick. Stick to the okay, schedule. Okay, I actually, I actually, I think it was actually a win-win situation, and here's why. Okay, that, that's, the team, that's true. I can agree with that. Because the team – but I'll say, and more so, Detroit won. Detroit won. I'll say that to argue. But Agreed. Listen. I agree with you. Be- because the teams are in two very different stages. The Rams are like, went to a Super Bowl, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. And they had, the number, one, they had the number one defense this Number year one defense. They can contend, but rumor has it is Jared Goff can't, under- can't understand the play calling that much. That's why if you watch the Rams play – it is a very simple playbook. All they do is is zone run, and then they'll do a play action. Which they'll do it's basically a lot of bootlegs and stuff. Yeah, so they, they trip up the linebackers because the linebackers will have to bite on the run, but then they'll have a tight end dragging the left side. And that's basically their whole offense if you watch it. Watch them. And it's because Jared Goff can't, like, that's the best he can do with this game. That's, what, that's just what our uh, NFL insight He's is. just not very good. Well, he's. Right. I think he's got a good arm. I think he's got a good arm, but I think he just can't like. Yeah, I think he can't he's... pick up coverages. He can't call audibles that well. Like, and that's something that Matthew Stafford can't. He's a Matthew Stafford is a vet. He does know what's going on, and he can change that because that offense is only good because of uh, Sean McVay. If you look at Sean McVay and all the coaches that have come off of him, he's like a coaching genius. And okay, so I think him with Stafford together, I it'll think be good. Be unstoppable. They but, will be good. But Detroit is in a completely different state. They, there's no way they win the Super Bowl next year. They're like, hey, we gotta, we gotta build a team. They They're get rebuilding. Goff. They get Goff, who's not a bad quarterback. Like, if you lead any team to the Super Bowl, 
you're a decent quarterback, okay? Uh, Jared, 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 Jared no Goff. one wants to listen to this podcast and hear you go. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I thought your take was questionable. I think Jared Goff is a pretty mediocre quarterback, and he's soft. If we're gonna talk like toughest players, in the league, we're gonna also need to make a list for softest players in the league. And the number one softest player in the league is Jared Goff, and it's not close. Whoa, jeez. All right, hey, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, so real quick, I'm going to give you both of these quarterback stats. You tell me which one is which. All right. Okay. A, 3,900 yards, 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, completion percentage of 67%. All right, that was in 2020. Oh, that's definitely Jared Goff. B, 26 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, um, 4,084 yards, 64%. That's, that's Matthew Stafford, if I've ever heard it. Yeah, see, like, the gap's pretty big between those two guys was the point. I was, like, it was obvious which one was which. I mean, Stafford yeah. lights it up. Stafford can do a lot. He does a lot with nothing in Detroit. Okay, hold on. He had Megatron in Detroit. <laughs> he did. He did. He didn't have nothing, okay? But, but you he's know, like... a couple of years, he's had nothing. Yeah. But he had Megatron. <laughs> he did have Megatron, and he had great years with Megatron. But, I mean, like, the dude is still thrown for over 4,000 yards, 26 Dude, was, was it Megatron that fought uh, that Finnegan guy? Or was that someone else? That was Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Where he just ripped off his helmet? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Dude, also, yeah, so, I mean, the Lions have Kenny Galladay. I mean, I know he was out most of this year, though, yeah. which is which is true. He, he was actually only played, like, a handful of games. But he's a, he's an underrated receiver to me. Yeah, I would yeah. But they have so much in their draft. They, what did they get, like, two, two first-rounders first and a third? And they already have a first-round pick, right? So they're going to have yeah. three first-round picks. Dude, Perfect that for is rebuilding, like, yeah. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be good in, like, three or four years. Joey, clip this. Play this in three or four years when we're Joey, online. Joey, I swear to God, if you get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. uh, hold on. Well, I'll bring up Joey later. I'll we'll talk Joey, Joey later. later. But, yeah, this is a good – let's keep going on this. Okay. Unless y'all are done with it. Um, I think we table this. I think it's time now before we get too late into the night. Let's get a little NBA talk going on okay. right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One last fact or fiction before we get into NBA. Dirk's one championship is worth more of all of LeBron's championships combined in Miami and Cleveland and LA. Uh, and to kick off that terrible take, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome one of our NBA insiders, Mr. Sawyer Stevens. Yes, sir. Known as Sticky Hands by many. And yes, you can interpret that however you would like to. He is single. All right. So, um... <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I'm honored to be the first guest on. Hey, Stickies. Trash Talk Podcast. I it's hate not... to break it to you, but you're actually the second guest. My uncle was on here first, but. Oh, you're, <laughs> right, you're right. You're quick right. Quick question: uh, Was Dirk's one championship worth more than all of LeBron's championships? Absolutely, I say so. Yeah. I, might be, <laughs> I might be slightly biased. Yes, okay. sir. But I say so, yes. Okay, here's something that me and Sawyer both agree on, surprisingly. But I'm going to leave it up to Jacob and Reed. 
to make the deciding judgment. Me and Sawyer believe that all time, Dirk Nowitzki greater than Tim Duncan. That's a terrible take. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree. No. I agree. Let's no, go. Oh, you outnumbered, Reed. No, 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 no. That doesn't matter. You, it's still a bad take, no matter okay. how you slide. And your reasoning is? Okay, here's my reasoning. So, Tim Duncan has one. Look, I'm going to pull up Tim Duncan's stats, and then we're going to talk about Dirk Nowitzki's stats. Then we're going to see how foolish this sounds. Is everyone ready? All right. Let me tell you. Hey, let me tell you before you read this. On sports science, they did a whole deal of how to block Dirk's fadeaway. You could be as tall as Yao Ming with Derrick Rose's <laughs> MVP year vertical, and you couldn't block that thing. So go ahead and read us these stats. <laughs> okay. So, okay, Joey, Joey, we need you to fact check that. That was so, there's no way that's true. <laughs> that's on sports science, bro. Joey, look it up. All right, so it's worth noting Dirk played about 100 games more than Duncan did. Um, okay. All right, so uh, it's secondly worth noting that Tim Duncan's name is Timothy Theodore Duncan, which is <laughs> a fantastic name. And Dirk's is Dirk Werner Nowitzki, so that's – Yeah, he's German. So, Germans yeah. have fire hey, names. Get to the basketball stats. Like, Steinhouse. like Steinhouse. All right, so so for our good friend Timmy, Timmy Theo, he had 19 <laughs> points per game, 10 total, 10.8, so 11 total rebounds a game, and three assists. Dirk had 20.7 points a game, seven, seven and a half <laughs> rebounds a game, and then 2.4 assists. So, what is okay, so Dirk's better. So they're pretty that's, close. That's Dude. close enough in my mind to let my bias swing me towards Dirk. Okay, so well, here's where it gets okay. far, is that Duncan was a 15-time All-Star and Dirk was a 14, right? So that's pretty close. Um, yeah. Duncan was a five-time NBA champion. Uh, Dirk was one. Um, Duncan, okay. fifteen okay. time all defensive. Dirk doesn't have that. He, okay, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair was, point, Beep. He okay? Was, no, it's not because listen to this. He, Who was on Duncan's team? I bet you can name everyone that was on that on that Spurs team. Wait, well, good defense. Good defense is good defense, though. Yeah, I, I agree. I think defense is important. Uh, He's talking about the okay, ring, yeah, five but, rings. Yeah, the yeah, five okay. Rings, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to that later. But uh, Duncan was <laughs> okay. a Duncan really? was a two-time MVP. Dirk won one. Um, Duncan, fifteen-time All NBA. Dirk was twelve. Um, and then, of course, um, Dirk had one Finals MVP. Tim had three. Duncan was a Rookie of the Year. Dirk wasn't. Um, and uh, Duncan was a member of the All Rookie Team. Dirk wasn't. So. And Duncan did all of that, so he has more accolades and less games. Um, okay, like a hundred games, and Dirk <laughs> played those last hundred games with no cartilage in his knees. So Duncan, have you has, seen Dirk run those last hundred games? So his Duncan, max speed was four miles per hour. Let me tell you, he was speed walking at best. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> So when, when you look at all of it, Duncan is, was clearly – he clearly had the better career. You have to say that. Um, no, you can't. You can't say clearly. What? Everything, everything was off by like one or two. Or like he had things that Duncan didn't even – or that Dirk didn't even have. 
Oh, right. Like, Ginobili, Tony Parker, uh, Coach Pop. <laughs> no, like, his accolade. When you look at just accolades, Duncan clearly had the better career when you're talking just about ac- – so, like, whether or not you like one better than the other, that doesn't matter. We're just talking about just accolades. Duncan- Let's go to our NBA source for this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Dirk. Sorry, Reed. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I will say, like, Tim Duncan easily – easily up there like and i don't have any problem with him being number one to anyone but if i'm making my top five all time dirk's my four my and starting du- five yeah and duncan wow. five yeah <laughs> duncan might be my f- no no he wouldn't be my five. No, duncan's okay. coming off the bench, bro. <laughs> okay he's gonna be my great he's gonna be a great sixth man for me here's here's <laughs> my thing with 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 duncan and and dirk duncan and this is no like there's no need to, you know, put this on him. I mean, it was great management to put together a great team. He had like a phenomenal team when they won those rings. Dirk had very had like nice teams, but none of them were. I mean, the best the best player other than himself on the Mavs 2011 team was probably Jet. That was the second best player, probably. Oh, oh and Jet, baby. Yeah, he was cold, but. Listen, dude, hey. he's, he's a bench player to a lot of other places, you know, like a six man, you know, and second best player. And he took down LeBron's all-star team. Okay. Yeah. I, that I, finals I, run was incredible. That was one of the most impressive. That was one, one of the most impressive finals runs I've ever seen out of one player. Like, I hey, mean, and the, sure. jet, led that at the, be- the sure. jet at the beginning of the year before the season, before the season even started, he got a tattoo of the championship uh, trophy on his arm, and they won and won. Called his shot. Yeah, no, literally called his shot. All right, so our next question to get to. Um, All right. I don't know how to put this, but if you were a GM and you could only pick one right now, would you pick Zion or Bronny, and why? <laughs> Bronny. <laughs> I'm definitely picking yes. Zion. I think Zion is overrated <laughs> by the media in general. Yeah, um, Zion is gets definite love from ESPN, and it's overbearing. That's he does. Sure. He's very good, and I'd love to have him on, you know, a team building towards the future. I have no idea what Bronny's going to be. I don't even know. Is he supposed to be a first-round pick? He, what is he, a sophomore in high school? <laughs> I don't know what he's going to be, but I'll tell you what he is. LeBron James' <laughs> son, and he plays basketball <laughs> – 25 hours a day <laughs> hey here's here's an interesting here's an interesting like talking point lebron james jr let's say he's like around 20th ranked prospect but lebron's gonna be a free agent and he comes out and says i will sign with whatever team drafts my son how much higher is he being drafted Ooh, that's actually oh wow i never thought about that low-key and he's yeah, let's assume he's playing as well as he is right now. Yeah. Well, what would that be? Wait, Probably how- like four years down the road. You know, what? Yeah, three, how many four? more years is that? Probably I think it's four. only two more years. Oh yeah, it wow. could be two more years. Wow. I think it's crazy. this one, this one, and maybe one or two more. Oh, hey, listen to this story. Since Cleveland sucks so bad, Cleveland has the first round pick and says, <laughs> and says bring back LeBron and bring back Bronny. Uh, not gonna happen because Sexton and Garland are cold. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, they won't. They yeah. won't be that low, but they won't. Okay, I would, say, I would say that those two is worth more than getting Michael Jordan. 
after his after his retirement year. Speaking speaking of Michael Jordan, we want to get our our Woj version. You know, oh Sawyer Stevens. We we want you to give us your take on MJ versus LeBron. NBA expert. Go. NBA expert. Let me NBA just say, first Kobe. Me... No, no, no. Hey, it's a one on one on one. MJ versus LeBron versus Kobe. I can do that. Okay. So here's here's the debate that me and Paul often get to is he will put he'll put Kobe over LeBron. Well, let's let's go that, back. That's so foolish. That's yeah, so yeah. Foolish. Mm-hmm. I definitely I definitely I'll start by saying I have LeBron number one for sure. He's my he's the best. But I have I have no problem with you saying MJ is better than LeBron. Um but you can't say like I don't know think LeBron is better than MJ than like I don't know where I'm going with this. We're gonna cut this part. <laughs> Joey, Joey, right this Joey down. cut that. Gotta, yeah, Joe okay, don't look here's where I'm going with it. Kobe with <laughs> Kobe okay, is the okay. same Kobe's the same type of player as MJ. And so like I think MJ is just a better version of so you have to take that into account. LeBron and MJ are completely different type of players. That's, I mean, that's that's a fair assessment. Yeah. So give us your ranking one, two, and three. <clears throat> yeah. Give us your rankings. LeBron. Or you go- well, I'll say this: I don't think Kobe's number three, but at ranking those three, I would put LeBron, then Jordan, then Kobe. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, ranking those okay. three, ranking those three, I have the same ranking: LeBron, MJ, and Thank then you. Kobe. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's my ranking: Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Kobe <laughs> one. Listen to this argument. There's not one. When you there crunch one. up, when you crunch up your homework at high school, and you shoot it in the trash can, <laughs> what name do you say? That's the Kobe, dumbest, baby. That's the worst debate. Kobe! Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, listen here. I'm going MJ number one, and it's not close. It's not close. <laughs> well, number it's two, close. number two, M- Kobe. MJ played such trash teams. He did. He that, that's so that's so easy to say <laughs> when you're literally third like what 20 years down 30 30 years down the line, and you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, they looked so bad back then. Like of course, the game develops. Players get better because they learn from players before them. But that's what makes Jordan so good is that if you put Jordan in today's NBA, he would be averaging 40 a game. Yeah, he, he would. would. He, he would. would get buckets. He would look like Russell Westbrook, but more efficient. That, it's, it's tough to – like across generations like, like we're doing. So, it, you know, it's not going to be completely accurate. But, yeah, I, I'm so – LeBron. Yeah. I, uh, I also am just – I'm more of a fan, and it, it, it definitely is my bias towards a certain style of, of play. I'm definitely – I definitely like the game of a Kobe Jordan more than I like a LeBron because I think they assert themselves in big situations, and it makes – it makes, like, I don't know. They're, they're, a lot of people will pull out stats and say LeBron is somehow the most clutch player. I I'll never understand those stats. <clears throat> but – to me, there's nothing you fear more than Kobe or, or MJ with the ball in their hands with 20 seconds left in the game. There's nothing you fear more. Mm, there's one thing. There's one more thing I fear. 
I would fear more. If I was a defender and I saw them give the ball to Jeremy Lin, Lin Sanity, <laughs> one-on-one, I think people forget about Lin Sanity, how insane that time was. It, it was it was crazy, that's for sure. You know he waved off Kobe for a game winner? Well, no. For a, ga- for a game winner. Joey, pull this up. <laughs> Jeremy Lin, there, there, it was like the last 10 seconds, Kobe was like calling for the ball. Jeremy Lin waves him off, hits the game winner, they win. Was that when he when he was on the Knicks, I'm assuming? That's no, what, I think when no. he, he was on the Lakers. When oh, Lakers. when he was on yeah. the Lakers. Oh, that's foolish. He should never wave off Kobe. I actually lost respect <laughs> for him after that story. <laughs> I do think the interesting thing with the coat, which I, I mean, Kobe LeBron to me, and I think Stickies agrees with me, like Kobe LeBron, it doesn't really make sense how to debate because it just feels like it's not. Um, Boring. Yeah. It, 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 it just feels like, I mean, you're just like clearly LeBron is better than Kobe, like in far and away better. Um, but I do think the thing with like, when you talk about Kobe or Michael, versus LeBron I do feel bad for LeBron because like he gets lost in this like he loses to like this allure they're like yeah but you never saw Kobe when he would hit these clutch shots yeah or like Michael and they're like but Michael there's nothing you were afraid of more and you're like that's totally probably true but like I know I've seen LeBron James hit game winner after game winner after game winner and the huge block in the finals to come back down 3-1. But then when Kyrie hit the game-winning shot. But, yeah, keep going. But, but I mean, when you talk about, like, Kobe versus LeBron, like, LeBron averages more points, more assists. He's played less games, more minutes, less turnovers, more blocks, more steals, more total rebounds, more MVPs. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. When you think about the game of basketball, it's extremely simple. You just got to get the ball into the hole. Yes, sir. And who does that the best? MJ. Is that better than Kobe Bryant? MJ. But there's a lot of – yeah, you do have to get the ball in the hole. And Kobe does a great job of getting himself to get the ball in the hole. But LeBron does a better job than Kobe of getting the ball in the hole. And he also does a better job of – getting the ball to other guys to also score points. Okay, let, let me also present this argument here. And it's one that I feel like it's made quite a bit, but Jordan has more rings than Kobe and LeBron. Uh-huh. And he skipped out on two – wait, was it two? I think it might have <laughs> even been three. Two to three years in his prime to play a game he sucked at. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a personal problem. Okay. So if if no. rings are if rings are so like valued to you, is Bill Russell? Where do you rank Bill Russell? Okay. Rings. No, ah. and and I'm I'm not. I don't put. Here's the thing we need to clarify. I don't put everything on rings. I'm just Please saying clarify. it's an it's incredible for a guy to win six and then he skipped out on three years in his prime. And he would have – I mean, yeah, dude. He, that is impressive. It's insane. Like, he could What's have won impressive? nine. He could have won nine. What's more impressive? He could have. Skipping out, going to play baseball, or dropping 81 in a game? 
Uh, I just said the worst part of Michael Jordan's career compared to Kobe, the best part of Kobe's. It's not very fair. Okay, Stickies, I want your take right now. Top five players in the NBA currently. Currently. All right. I'm still going LeBron number one. I hope that's not a – Let's I hope go. there's Represent. no debate really there. Represent. Jacob's giving the thumbs down. So is Paul, but I don't think there's much debate there. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I agree. Keep going. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to go KD. Very KD's fair. having a great year. I was a little hesitant coming off the torn Achilles, but I think he's, you know, he's proven he's still KD. Three through five is a little close for me, so I'm just going to name them no order. Luka Doncic. Wow. Kawhi Leonard and Giannis. Okay. Kawhi Leonard and Giannis. Okay. Okay. I can get that. Where, where am I wrong? Where am I right? Reed, do you want to James go first? James Harden's not in the list. James Harden. James Harden bad. just missed the cut. <laughs> James Harden is bad. Uh, where are you wrong? Um, Giannis is not five. I think Giannis it, is not top five. I think Anthony Davis has to be top five, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, are we talking uni? What? Are we talking? Are we talking uni right now? Unibrow. Unibrow. Yeah. The brow. Yeah, okay, the yeah. brow. Okay, yeah. yeah, the brow. Uni. Okay. Um, talking uniforms. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I think Anthony Davis has to be up there. Where do you have Jimmy Butler sitting after like his great? Mm, that's interesting. Uh, Butler is probably. Between get, 10 and 15 to me. Okay, I was going to say, is he a top 10 guy? He's probably closer to 15 than 10, honestly. You know who should really really like be him. starting on an NBA team? Ben Simmons. That guy cannot put <laughs> well, the ball in the hole. Don't get me do started on Ben Simmons, dude. Oh, okay, here we go. Wait, one, okay. more qu- one more question before we go Ben Simmons. Where do you put Damian Lillard on that list? Lillard's top 10 for sure. Okay. I think he's like – I think he's the third best point guard. I – here's where I'll disagree with you, Sawyer. On your list. All right. Number one is LeBron, and I will agree with you. I will. He just won the championship, and he breezed through the West. So yep. there's no debating. Number two, you can't sleep on Kawhi Leonard, dude. Okay? <laughs> he took the Raptors to the finals and beat the Warriors. Yes, there was a couple injuries, but he's yeah, still a, a dog. Like Clay and Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what, dude? He beat you're, – you're, you have this – infatuation with Giannis and he dunked on your boy. He just destroyed him. Dude, but then okay. Kawhi got smoked by the Nuggets. Like yeah. absolutely <laughs> up three. Oh, yeah. Okay, but hey, Paul pan- pan- Pandemic P blew that series. So let's just <laughs> yeah. put that all on him. Yeah. Playoff P. I'll give you that. Yeah, playoff okay. P poo poo. I'm all going right, num- I'm going number three K D, number four, Steph, number five, Luca. I think I like Luca in top I, th- five. I think four at Steph makes me happy, but it's wishful thinking because like he's just not there. But I love Steph and I miss Steph. I miss yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love watching Steph because I miss as much as I hated those Warriors teams, he was so much fun to watch. Yeah, no, and, he's yeah, he still is. Yeah. He has a sixty he, point game this year. Yeah, so. and he is returning to form, so hopefully he can stay healthy and like I could totally see him being like a top five, top probably a top ten guy. I feel like yeah. now. I just think a healthy Steph Curry is the best point guard in the league, and I think a best point guard in the league warrants a top five ranking in some some manner. 
I, I really do think he's the best point yeah. guard when he's healthy. So that's fair. Yeah. All right, Stickies. Last question before we let you go. Give us your thoughts about James Harden going to Brooklyn, and where does that put the team? James Harden going to Brooklyn definitely shocked me. Um, I, you know, I, I definitely think they're the favorite in the East now. Um, it definitely hurt their bench depth a lot. I've heard a little uh, rumor about Andre Drummond maybe getting a buyout and going to sign with the Nets for the minimum, which would be Ooh. a huge game changer. He's the league leading rebounder right now. Um, wow. So that would be scary for sure. I definitely think we're going to have a, a Nets-Lakers finals for sure. Wow. That would be my pick. I'm not I'm not for sure, but that should would be we, my pick right now. Should we bet on that? I'll bet on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I would want to lose the bet because I want the Mavs to make it, but I know that's wishful thinking too. Who uh, who wins that series? Hmm. I need to – yeah, I need to see more of this – more of the season play out. Nets, the Nets, is Nets win. Five games no into chance. Harden or whatever, but no chance. The next that Nets locker win. room is gonna blow up. Yeah, <laughs> Kyrie's gonna start putting up all these ancestral like, <laughs> you know, like all these different like. Yeah, I don't know. Burning of bushes and yeah. Uh, and He's just... gonna do some weird stuff in the locker room, and Katie's gonna have enough one day. Yeah, just yeah. Like, clock he... him in the dome or something. Yeah, he's gonna yeah go on a. Katie's not clocking anyone. <laughs> Okay, it, might be, it might be a Harden Kyrie duel that does it. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. I think that locker room blows up. Yeah, Kyrie going on his vision quests and his safe. <laughs> no, no. Dude, dude, that Mr. Meta. That team le- that team sneaks into the playoffs and then gets like bounced second round. Like wow. They, no. Yes. No. We are clipping that right now. Reed says the Nets are just getting in and they're getting bounced second round. Yeah. The I Nets like, are going to make the playoffs so easily. They, they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> they're going to like, they're going to limp in there at the end though. Like they're going to lose a bunch of bad games at the end. And then they're just not going to have it. Like they'll and then get, play like the Orlando magic. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they're not going to get bounced in the first round or anything, but like if they meet, I like, thought you just said that. No, 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 second round. Second, like, oh, second, second round. Okay. Oh, yeah. Second round, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like second round, maybe third round. I, dude, I don't think they even make it to the conference championship. Like, wow. Actually, I mean, hot. here's my thing. I like that take by Reed. I just don't know if I believe it. Yeah. And, and we're going to put that on YouTube and then I'm going to repost it when they get to bounce in the playoffs. Oh, okay, that'll bad. be money. Hey, Hey, round of applause for our NFL or NBA uh, specialist for your season. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for hey, having. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, uh, Sawyer. I know, uh, I know, we'll be having you on in the future to give us some more NBA intel. So let's go. Okay, yeah. appreciate it, dog. Keep doing hey, it, guys. Thanks. Take it easy. Thanks, Dickies. See y'all. Peace. All, All right, right, boys. It's time to talk about what everyone's been waiting for: Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, sir. Hey, what are our thoughts going into this Sunday? Who are we picking? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. What's going on, boys? Ah, I'll go ahead and kick it off for us. Um, I so <laughs> let me let me limp into this. I've been wrong <laughs> in these playoffs a lot. I, I incorrectly <laughs> said I incorrectly said the Saints would cover. I said the Packers were winning the Super Bowl. I said the Bills were probably going to win. Uh, I said the 
You actually said two teams were going to win the Super Bowl. You said somehow they're going to change the, the, the type of the game. So <laughs> it's going to be two winners. I've at the end of the Super been Bowl. wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. But I'm fixing all that right now. I'm getting on a heater. There's no way. There's not a snowball's chance in the bad dark down under that the Chiefs win this football game. Whoa! Whoa! We're we're going with the Buccaneers, baby. We're going with that dominant front with that hard-hitting defense with Mike Evans balling out, with Rob Gronkowski blocking, with playoff Lenny, and we're going with Tom Brady. We're riding him. That defense is going to bother Pat Mahomes. They're going to make him move around. Bucks win. Okay, let me tell you where you're wrong. When you said that defense is going to get to Patty Mahomes, because let me tell you, no defense has ever gotten to Patty Mahomes, okay? <laughs> Patty Mahomes, I will never bet against uh, him. Besides I will bet the uh, Raiders. The Raiders got <laughs> Oh, and then they got got the second time they played, though. But anyway, yeah. uh, let me tell you, I would bet against Brady before I bet against Mahomes. And I know that's a hot okay. take. Okay, so do it. Do so it. I will. I'm going okay, with the Chiefs in this football game, and I'm telling you what, they played in the regular season, and what proved to be the weakness of that team is the Buccaneers' secondary. It got exposed against the Chiefs, and it's going to get exposed on Sunday. So tune in and, and watch my prediction go right. Wait, have they played um, – did they play in the regular season against each other? They did, and the Chiefs kind of cranked them. Okay, but how early in the season did they play? Hard to, hard remember, to, beat, hard to beat a team twice. That's mm. true. Hard to beat but, Tom Brady hey, twice. Hey, we said it before. <laughs> hard to beat a team twice, impossible to beat, to beat yeah. Tom Brady twice. And be, that's why I'm going with you. I was, looking at, I was looking at these data sheets earlier this week, and honestly, the Bucks have been on fire. Like, their offense, going into the playoffs, their offense, the last three games was averaging like over, I think, 450 yards a game, which is insane to be averaging that. Uh, Antonio Brown, who's going to be a top three receiver next year, possibly top one receiver next year, uh, is coming in healthy. And yes, I do think the Chiefs are extremely electric and they can turn on whenever, but they're playing Tom Brady. Tom Brady was down three to 28 in the Super Bowl and he came back and he won. Tom Brady's a winner. He's about to, he's about to get this dub and it's going to hang over Patrick Mahomes head for the rest of his life. I agree. Um, does, does Tom Brady retire if he wins the Super Bowl? I dude, I honestly with, with anyone else, you would be like, got to, but with Tom Brady, there's no telling. I mean, the, the dude looked awesome in that. Uh, I mean, granted, he threw the three picks, but like he he had some zip on the ball. Like as far as like, but they looking, weren't really like true picks. Right? No, they they weren't. Uh, they were two all, of them were pretty bad, though. Yeah, one of them was legit. Really? One of them was like a legit, like that was on him. But I mean, like he has zip on the ball. Like Drew Brees in the pocket looks. Okay, cool. describe like, to our listeners true. that have never heard that before. What does zip? Man, on the ball. <laughs> like, like, Drew, like, go watch Drew Brees this year throw a football downfield. That's not zip. And then go, 
and then go watch Tom Brady throw the ball downfield, and you're like, oh, there's a little zip there. Like, also watch Mitch Trubisky too. There's no zip. No zip. No Matt Stafford zip. Hey, zip. you know who else has got some zip? Dak Prescott. No. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has zip. Aaron Rodgers has. Aaron Rodgers has the zip. And Kyler Murray zipper. has zip. I'll say that. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady doesn't look old. He doesn't look bad. Um, he could totally play another year if he wanted to. Uh, I mean, who wouldn't retire after winning their seventh Super Bowl? But it's Tom Brady, so he's kind of an exception to the rule. So there's really no telling what he'll do. Yeah, I think earlier the uh, line on the game was plus three, uh, and it had the Chiefs winning. Um, if I had no responsibilities and could bet all my life savings, I would bet it on Tom Brady. Wow. See, I, I, yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet y'all right now on this show. I'll bet both of you ten dollars each. How about that? <laughs> okay, bet. Okay. okay. Not only, not only will I bet you ten dollars each, but uh, okay, never mind. I was about to say losers got to buy jerseys. But can I but take you? I, I don't want. Can I take y'all up on that? Yeah, we. I know. I definitely will, and here's why. Do you okay. not have ten dollars? Or I'll take that bet. <laughs> Okay, let's okay. go. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe I don't have $10. But <laughs> you know who can give me $10 is Joey because he was going hard and Madden this week. For those of you who who don't follow us on Twitter, Joey's kind of in charge of our, our Twitter account. I think it was Friday night he got on and he said, hey, I'll take any challengers on Madden and I'll, I'll play them for $10. Joey was playing this rando on Gamer Saloon, which is basically a website. No, no free shout out. So Gamer Saloon sponsor us, but website where you can bet money, play some randos. Joey didn't have any takers, so he just went and played some randos. Joey was up ten points, one minute left, and somehow Joey completely screwed up. Next thing he knows, there's fifteen seconds left, and he's down one point. And Joey threw a Hail Mary to win it all last second. And guess who caught it to win it all for Joey? Juju Smith-Schuster, the most disrespectful <laughs> wide receiver in the game right now. Uh, really? Y'all have not, no more respect for Joey after that? You know, Joey was I mean, driving I respect, on a I Saturday respect night while y'all are out doing whatever. Joey's back uh, in his room. Playing Madden, getting us money, getting us sponsorships. Joey's Joey's behind the eight ball in terms of respect from me. He's he's got Joey, a long way to, go. to him. Joey, don't listen to him. He's got to get my lattes right first. So okay, I'm. I mean, I have I have respect for Joey. I don't know that I respect Juju Smith Schuster anymore, <laughs> but I have respect for Joey. So you have more respect for Joey than Juju Smith Schuster. Oh no, I don't respect Joey at all, <laughs> but I respect him that okay all right i'm sorry for getting this off topic back to the super bowl let's all go around and give our craziest prediction um crazy my... hot takes only don't say anything like <laughs> pat mahomes throws four touchdowns pat nah, mahomes nah. throws over a hundred yards that's that's a poll yeah. that's a poll take oh yeah, it's my. Such a that's safe thing to say yeah 
I, I swear, don't be a coward. Don't be, don't okay, be a coward. That is literally Reed's motto. Don't be a coward. Hey, I think that's been hey, recorded my, like 10 times on this podcast. I love it. <laughs> hey, my hot take, playoff Winnie, Perosa, Tutty. No. Yeah, they got a trick play uh, whipping up. Reed, what do you think? My hot take is Rob Gronkowski, more yards than Travis Kelsey. Oh, oh. And at the halftime uh, show, it's actually a WWE match between Rob and Travis. Who's who's winning that, by the way? A WWE. Why you're thinking, Paul? Who wins a WWE match, Gronk versus Kelsey? I mean, the better performer is Gronk. You think? It has to be. You know, yeah, Travis Kelsey I mean, had his own reality TV show that was like The Bachelor. Yeah. What was yeah, it? Yeah, what was yeah. it called? Something with Kelsey. I forget. Kelsey. Oh, Dilly, Dilly, Kel- don't look Kel- up. Wait. Kelsey's Island of Love. Oh, it was something like that. It's called Kelsey's Island. And uh, Andy Reid, just to screw with him, made one of the plays to Kelsey called that. Whatever the show was called. It was called oh, like Kel- – Like say it was called Kelsey's Island. That's what they called it, just to screw with him because he's like so embarrassed by that. But I'm – here's my prediction. Oh, boy. Honey Badger. <laughs> Honey Badger will not have just one pick against the goat. He'll have two picks against the goat in that cool. Super Bowl. Oh man, that's my hot take. The Honey Badger is about, about to be so scared against the goat. Like, oh uh, no, yeah. There's no way that Tom Brady even throws two picks in a Super Bowl. No chance. Uh, he threw three last week. I would never have no. guessed that. No chance he throws three picks in this. I think he no chance he throws two. He throws one maybe. Wow. We'll over, under, we'll, over under interceptions one point two. For Tom, I'm Brady. going under. I'm going <laughs> I'm under. I'm going over. He's I'm throwing smashing, two. I'm sma- hey, I'm smashing that over button, just like all of our followers are smashing that subscribe button. That's right. Spotify, subscribe subscribe to the podcast. We follow do. us on Instagram. We will threaten you if you don't. <laughs> and that is not a promise. That is a threat. That's a guarantee because that's the type of people. Okay, so, so should we get into our uh, our uh, our trials here? Oh, yeah. Bring, bring our uh, – our, okay, uh, so Yeah, so here's the deal, guys. Every week, someone's got to go on the stand for third-degree murder for absolutely killing it. Me and Paul are going to bring him to the stand – and Justice Beep will decide if they're guilty or not for That's absolutely right. murdering it in their respective sports. So, Paul, who are you bringing to the stand this week? Or this anyone. Week. Does it have to be sports? Does yeah, it doesn't have to be, have to be sports. And that's exactly why I'm going with the Reddit investors, okay? Oh. For murdering those wealthy hedge fund managers. Okay, okay. Well, so, okay, okay, make sure no one cuts you saying – them actually murdering yeah them. not at, figuratively i mean they, <laughs> yeah. they had some big losses okay we well, play, we'll we claim parody law um yeah i saw here's... okay now you go okay <laughs> i'm gonna say the reddit investors because what did they do they realized these hedge funds were shorting all these companies like gamestop amc nokia and what they do, they band, they banded together. The middle middle of America banded together 
and decided, no, we're going to inflate the prices <laughs> of these companies and we're going to benefit off these losses, these massive losses these hedge okay. funds are going to have. My loser, it's, my loser is Robinhood. Robinhood should never. Okay. Should but here's the thing. Robinhood, if you're listening, you, you can still sponsor us, but you can still sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my thing. No, we don't want it. It's not, we're, okay, pod, you have, we're, we're podcasting. You have to let me go. We don't want it. Here's my thing. I was getting really hyped up on this whenever it first started. Like Robin Hood, if you actually want to sponsor us, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting really hyped up on this and was seeing things that was like, you know, everyone's coming together, like screw these heads. Hold the people. line, baby. Hold I love those streets. <laughs> Hold the line. Hey, the video of that guy saying we're we're going to the moon. We are going to the moon. You see uh was, Dave Port was Dave Port now he put on Twitter a, a like a gif of of uh Mel Gibson and Braveheart. Just putting his hand up, just like hold the line, hold baby. The line. I was like, Let's okay. Go. And I saw the narrative that was like, you know, screw Robin Hood. Their name's Robin Hood, and they like were basically advertising that we all these like poor people can make money off of investing, and now they're doing the exact opposite and screwing the poor and giving money to the rich. And I didn't have this original thought. I saw it on a tweet. I think. No, someone don't go was like, this direction. But someone was like, okay, when you really think about it, like, they're not stealing from the poor, okay? All the people that are investing in GameStop and stuff are probably, like, 23, 28-year-old guys who make You don't know from... that. Yeah. No, also, no, you poor guy that... in America, no poor guy in America is like, you know what I want to do with my money is risk it, it all and screw these it, hedge fund people. It doesn't like, have to be poor. It doesn't everyone, have to be poor. Everyone who's doing the investment names are like Troy, Chaz, no, Richard. That is so yeah. wrong of you to uh, just assume that. These guys it's work, middle, these guys work nine to fives. They have comfortable income. They're not risking anything. They just so they don't have joke. they don't have the right to make money if they're working nine to five. I don't get this argument. They're yeah. middle class. They're middle class You're Americans. You're not they're middle class me. Americans, dude. I'm saying you shouldn't feel. Be- I'm yes. I'm saying they're not the like poor poor people. They're not okay, people that yeah. like absolutely need this. Like that's what everyone's making this seem like is people need this money. Where in reality, everyone who's investing in GameStop isn't really truly investing to make money. They're just doing it to screw over these people. Well, they're, they're investing to make money. I mean, that's I, do, I, I do get uh, what Jacob is getting at here. Um, kind of like they're just doing this to really just combat hedge fund people because they're sick and tired of hedge fund people running the show. These, these Yeah, it's not people like actually putting their retirement in yeah, the, yeah, these douchebags. Well, these douchebag headphone guys that they're tired tired of and they do suck and i stand with the people on that one um and shout out reddit. Uh, we don't do free shout outs but if you are on wall street brett bets the subreddit wall street bets you are a psychopath and i respect, <laughs> I respect you so much okay but, but in the end they manipulated the market just like the hedge funds do too and and what happened robin hood sided with the hedge funds they decided we're going to stop people from investing and selling and we're going to let these hedge funds get out of their shorts and recover their losses okay but like you can't really blame rob i'm sure those hedge funds hedge funds give them like 90 percent of their income 
the uh, I mean, he- head fungi it's thinking. a rigged thing then yeah it's, it's rigged i mean it's rigged yeah like the money goes to the rich and like the people with money are the people with power uh i i do think though like as far as like just keeping this topic on like just last week and how hilariously awesome it was watching this war rage on on twitter because it was it, it was, was hilarious awesome um i i had a good time watching that like do i think there's some shady stuff going on sure but i mean of course i mean that's capitalism like that's just how it is it's gonna be crazy like that i mean i definitely don't know enough to talk about it super educatedly but it seemed sketchy it seemed odd it seems like it, you're right as an american to trade when you want to but uh i don't i don't want to get too deep in the weeds on that yeah that could <laughs> yeah, be a, i will agree be... like it was pretty funny like it was wild but and i do agree like a lot of stuff is, is messed up obviously they like pointed out a lot of flaws or whatever but it was pretty hilarious seeing everyone come together and be like, let's, let's do this. Bro, Dave Portnoy, no free shout-outs, but Dave Portnoy was hilarious all week. He was just tweeting probably every 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> bro, t- tweet of the week, is Quiznos a public company? Tim Dillon. <laughs> bro, those Quiznos chicken carbonaras? Yes, dude. I actually will give a free shout-out to those. <laughs> Dude, Quiznos was a very slept-on sub. Yeah, Quiznos uh, is Quiznos. If you're still around, I, are you around? I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you are and you want to be a sponsor, go right ahead and kick us a few subbies. How, how many times have we asked for a sponsorship? In this, in this we need to stop. Right? We need to stop asking, yeah. and we just yeah. need to, we need to like just. Yeah, yeah. no, this yeah. is a good look. But I mean, I I mean. Quiz. I haven't thought about Quiznos in a long time. I hope. I hope he's well. I hope he's doing fine. Yeah, I hope Quiznos uh, is doing well. Yeah, old Quizzy, old Quizzy Wizzy. All right, so let's keep going with these first degree things. We got a little derailed there. Well, what what are you? Uh, is he guilty? It's a ruling. Are, are the people? Yeah, what's the ruling? Are the people on Wall Street uh, guilty for absolutely killing it this week? People, people on Reddit. You mean? Yeah. Oh, the people of Wait, Reddit. What I say. The people, I said Wall Street. Yeah. Well, I meant Wall Street bets. The people oh, yeah. of Reddit and specifically Reddit Wall Street bets, they are guilty of absolutely killing it. Yeah, keep killing wow. keep keep killing the game, Reddit. We love you. You give us great content to talk about. Hey, a little fun fact slash these data sheets of the week. Did y'all know the like owner, maybe the inventor of Reddit? is uh married to serena williams good for him yeah good for him (laughs) that's awesome that that yeah that's a fire d's data sheets of the week right there okay get out of here paul Paul, (laughs) everything about paul that i've gotten from the listeners and my uncle tony is paul doesn't give any stats paul's the guy that you're like hey 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 like tony romo did really well in the fourth quarter Paul's like, no, he didn't. No, no, no. Tony Romo actually like threw three touchdowns to like come back and win the game. Paul's like, I don't care. He still sucked. No one like looking okay, at him. Okay, that's eight and eight, eight and that's eight. Slander. Wow. Wow. What do you have slander. to say about those people? What do you have to say about to those people? They don't exist. You're making that up. There's no such thing. My takes from from what I'm gauging from the viewers 
my takes are the most sound, most complete. Oh my! I have the most substance. We're that's what I've. Whole- okay, that's actually false. That is a false take because we said we did a we did a poll after the first week and we said who's which take was the most like trash take or which was the worst take and it was your take. Which one, the Kelsey one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that's because that's because the people don't know, and I just I enlightened them. That's what happened. But, I enlightened okay, them. So- Okay, but which one? You just said two completely different things. Yeah, whatever. I have the best takes. It's facts. Keep going. Oh, let's, let's keep this. What's what's your what's your uh what's your charge, uh, Jacob? I'm not just as beat, but I'm charging him as guilty as well. Got to. How do you not? Shout out Wall Street um, people yet again. Okay. Uh, I kind of want to go into uh, Yoki's deep thought of the week. Okay. Proceed right away. Okay. So imagine yourself this. The NBA, you're going to be the number one draft pick. We'll do NBA and NFL, but first I want to do NBA. All teams are equal. So it's not like you have to choose based off a team doing well or not doing well. All teams are completely equal. Which franchise would you want to go to? While you're thinking of it, I'll give my answer first so you kind of get a feel for like what I'm talking about. If I could choose any franchise to go to, think about fan base, city, uh, team, jerseys, stuff like that, I'm choosing the Knicks hands down. You basic. can play at the guard. You said basic? Yeah, I said what I said. Uh, okay, okay <laughs> let, me, let me finish. You can play at the Garden, the, arguably the most electric uh, arena in the world, uh, playing for the Knicks, New York City. You're out in the town. Uh, fan base, you've got a uh, who's the Knicks like number one fan with the glasses, the Spike actor Lee. Spike Lee. You got you got Spike Lee on the side talking trash for you. Whole Spike I Lee is overrated. Okay, maybe he is, but anyways, you've got a ton of New Yorkers in the crowd going crazy, and I guarantee you those fans are a lot better than any other fans in the world. And here's where you're wrong. The Chicago. Okay, don't- the Chicago okay. Bulls. <laughs> That's where I'm trying Why? to play. Why? Because it's legendary. The Madhouse on Madison. Okay. First of all, that's where Jordan won his six rings, aka the goat of the NBA. Okay. So much history there. You've got the Jordan statue in front of the stadium. That place is way more electric than the than Madison Square Garden, because all. No, okay. Those- Here's all those Nick teams that. took L's to to MJ all those years. Okay, okay. they haven't right won anything. Beep. What is the name of Chicago Stadium? United you know? Center. Uh, it was uh, a question for Beep because he oh. wasn't gonna know. Oh yeah. And I was gonna ask Beep, what's the name of New York City's basketball? <laughs> it's uh, the Garden. Yeah, the Garden. So it's the I guess Square Garden. Yeah. So the Garden. Your argument's wrong there. No one knows the name of the Bulls arena. Now, I will not lie. The Madhouse on Madison absolutely got me going. I, yeah. can't, say, I can't say it didn't. Saying that, that got me going. But this is a foolish debate because we all know. Where do you want to live? If you say Oklahoma City, I'm about to end this podcast <laughs> where, right now. Where, you know, if you say what, OKC. What is an appealing place where it's warm, you have great food, you have beautiful beaches, scenery. Everyone else there retires when you're done. 
Houston. I'm playing for the Miami Heat. And wow. Here, they have a great fan base. It's a gross city. Granted, kind of. Not really. Uh, but you can <laughs> live out on the suburbs. Everyone loves you if you win. If you win. And I'm not going to say if I would win or not. What fan, every- base, what fan base doesn't love you if you win? <laughs> Philadelphia. Okay, that's true. They suck. No, Philly, no, no, no. Philly loves you if you win, but they're the one of the only fan bases that if you start losing, they'll actually boo. I will need to correct Beep on Miami having a great fan base because if we they don't all think back, they dude, don't have a great fan base, but they have a good enough fan base <laughs> where they'll be excited about. So you just Miami. You want to go? Yeah, to Miami. He, yeah. You I just want Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so Paul, let's let's all think this. back. Paul, Paul's going to Chicago for basketball. Like he wants to live in the basketball legend. Beep is going strictly for the season. Like Beep Beep <laughs> is not actually doing well in those NBA interviews. They're like, so you know what makes you excited about joining the team? And I'm like, Beep's uh, like Beep's like the city, the beaches, yeah, uh, nightlife, Cuban uh, food, um, Cuban food. Uh, Whereas I'm going for a little bit of both for the experience as well. Yeah, anyone else that sits down with me, I'd be like, you know, I just really just want to go play for my Okay. Where's the worst where's the team that you'd hate to go to the most? I'll go first. Uh Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that, honestly. Hey, if we ever get fans in Minnesota, we love you in your city. However, yeah. the Timberwolves are the least exciting thing in the world. I feel like everyone goes to Minnesota to die. Every good player. He's whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, like KG? That's where KG started his career. <laughs> yeah, but I mean no, they don't get any they don't get any attention and they never win. I mean, think about this. Jimmy Butler was was in uh, Minnesota for a couple of years and it he almost seemed like in Chicago. Then, yeah, oh. but he was Jimmy. <laughs> oh, he died in Chicago. He actually died in Chicago. Wow. You know who else died in Chicago? Derrick Rose. That is true. That is well. That is true. He also became a legend in Chicago. But that is true. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Butler was very good for the Bulls. Goes to the Timberwolves. It seems like his career is kind of going down the tube. No, he, he was getting he's the goat. He was getting. He was getting in fights in practice. He was not getting along with teammates. Seemed like the team was not very good at all. And then he goes to Miami, and they go to the finals. And Timberwolves is black hole. Here's here's where you're wrong. KG's the goat of the Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett. Anyways, are you agreeing with me? Minnesota's the worst place to go? Yeah, and I'm not sure why Over we're arguing. <laughs> no, what dude, the, the, the Pistons. The Pistons, the worst. Yeah, no kidding. About playing for the bad boys? No, they're not the bad boys anymore. It's a bunch of like actual, literal bad boys, like bad (laughs) players, and Blake Griffin. (laughs) Blake Griffin. It'd be fun to play in Detroit. And Detroit is Detroit's a crummy city, but it's a good uh, fan base. Yeah, take it easy on the time. Detroit. Time out, Detroit. Sorry. Did y'all see the uh, Detroit coach get hired in his interview? The Detroit Lions where he's just biting off kneecaps? Yeah. He's a cannibal. They're, like, they're yeah. like, hey, they, so basically a normal intro for those things goes like for about 30 seconds. Like, 
you know how coaches are in interviews they're like they yeah. don't want to talk at all we're tough like, we're you're yeah tough basically yeah coaches don't want to say anything in those they hate interviews where they're just like yeah i hope it's a great season you know we're gonna have a lot of fun fly around uh this coach goes on for like 25 minutes for the intro like i don't even think they've asked him a question yet and during his question he's like He's like, if you punch us in the face, we're just going to smile back at you. If you push us down, you'll have to push harder. And once we're on the ground, we're going to get up and we're going to bite your kneecaps off. And, and everyone's then, like, okay, I, I, I like, like that. I, right, like that. Right when he, I know, right when he said that, I was like, this is the coach of Detroit. But yeah, then he's like, People are gonna love this coach. And then, like, once we get knocked down again, we're going to bite another kneecap off and you got to hit us more. And then once you hit us more, where you go, we're biting more kneecaps, and then you just say, I'm going to eat you, and we're going to eat you, and we're cannibals. I mean, like, he's basically, <laughs> he's basically – Yeah, like, if he if he gave that press conference and he was the coach of, like, Milwaukee, no, no way no, no way anyone's yeah. buying it. If that. he's the coach of the San Diego wait, uh, LA oh, wait. Chargers. Okay, I said Milwaukee. Does Milwaukee have it? NFL team negative, but we're rolling. I guess their equivalent is Green Bay. Yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers, the baseball team, which they no, you know, they're not about it. Um, but I just love that he just was like, "We're gonna keep getting knocked down." Like that was my big thing. Yeah. Is he's like, "You'll knock us down over and over and over again, and we'll just keep getting up." And then like you'll have knocked us down so many times that the game will be over and it'll be 49 to 3. It's like, it's like he acknowledges that they're it's like he acknowledges that they're actually going to get knocked down a lot. Yeah, he's, he's like just, we're he's gonna, just owning it. Yeah, we're going to get blown out, but we're going to keep getting up. His his big thing was he's never going to pull the starters. He's like the starters will always they, stay they, in. He's going to start We're with, down 50, I don't care. We're keeping golf in. He's golf running running back for an eye formation. We're giving golf the ball up the middle. Yeah, he yeah, has teach his boys some character. He has guys going both ways. We're going to start playing both ways. <laughs> <laughs> the best 11 play. Yeah, golf. Golf's that middle linebacker yeah. just to teach him a lesson. Anytime he has has an issue with golf, he just sticks him out there, dude. Yeah, puts golf at no like freaking tackle. Just puts him on the line of scrimmage. (laughs) I'll say this. I'll say this. Golf is in for a rude awakening. He's lived in L.A. for the past like. Oh yeah, that's true. Like six, seven years, loved by the people, kind of like known as an L.A. guy. He does not strike me as a Detroit boy. And then he's going to have to play the Bears defense twice a year. It's going to be a rude awakening. It's not that bad. Cool, Max going to leave. Uh, I hope he does. All right, gentlemen, we are closing in on an hour. Anyone have any closing thoughts before I sign us out here in a minute? Okay, yes, I have one closing thought. Actually, I have two closing thoughts, and I'll keep them short. Pro Bowl snub of the year, Roquan Smith. It shouldn't be debated. He should have made it. I was really disappointed he missed. Also, I'm saying it right now on this podcast. Right now on this podcast, the Chicago White Sox are going to win the World Series this year. Mark it down, everybody. That. Okay. Okay. No one marked it down. Beep. I think what. Joey, get to work. Joey, don't do that. Uh, Beep, I think what everyone's really interested in is you going a little bit more into depth about your fandom for the Tennessee Titans. Like, where, how far does your loyalty go for these $5 you've been paid 
And would you be willing to change fan bases if someone paid you more at this yeah. point? Like, are yeah. you solely tied in? And what's how long does that last for? Like, how long does this five dollars last? Uh, the five dollars. Um, I have Who a trade. I have a trade. No, I'm not. We're not dropping names, but I have, <laughs> pal. I have a pal. I have a I have a trade clause to where if someone pays me more money that I will pay taxes on. Um, then I will uh, change fan bases. Now, um, it is good for as long as um, the Titans keep winning or I decide I don't. Okay. (laughs) Time out. On the first podcast, you were selling it like you were about to die for this team if if anyone gave you $5. And now you're kind of like, well, they have to be good. Okay, all right. Look. You I, your word. I you left I left the Texans because they were terrible and I will do the same to the Titans. But <laughs> that was not in your trade clause. <laughs> I'm making this trade clause up as I go. Uh but yeah, I mean, you know, if someone listening to this podcast you know, is in Las Vegas, and they're like, maybe we can get Dude. him over to the Raiders. That'd be, you know, whatever. You know, I'm open to a lot of things. I'll try anything twice. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'll okay, pay you money to be point, a Bears fan. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for you, like, for you to buy a jersey from a player in the Titans? Like, would, it have, would they have Ooh. to be, like, MVP? Would they need to win the Super Bowl, the division? Like, at what point are you going to actually – because it sounds like if someone asks, you'll say I'm a Titans fan, but you're not You're not watching all 16 games next year. Because because that shows fandom. You're, you're putting down at least 60 bucks for a jersey, okay? That shows yeah. you care about your team right there. And if, and if a Titans fan Venmoed you 60 bucks this week, would you buy a jersey with you? And would you wear it every Sunday <laughs> for the next season? No. Every um, Sunday. <laughs> Dude. Uh, uh, Dude. Here's what I'll say. Dude. Here's what I'll say. This is fake news. I Fake news. No one's buying this. I will. Accept the $50 deal to, I, to wear a jersey. I will wear it during Titans games. How about that? I will. So... While the Titans are playing, <laughs> I will have you know... them on a TV. <laughs> I will watch the Titans game and I will no. wear a jersey during the Titans. You're going all lo- you're going all lawyer on us. If the Titans are on, <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that, beep? I don't know the Titans. Yeah, yeah T Y T O N S. If the Titans. No, are no, no. On. How about this? How about this? Anytime you watch an NFL game, you have to have a Titans jersey on. No. Do it, beep. Um, do it. You're a fan. You have you remember you got send send the five dollars back. Hey, hey, remember the remember the beep motto: Don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. I will retweet retweet if beep's being a coward right now. I will (laughs) wear the jersey during Titans games. No, I will wear the jersey during Titans games. Prove you're a fan. Prove you're a fan right now. If someone gives you a Titans jersey, you'll wear it every game next season that you watch. I think, okay. is, I think every, it's fair every enough game, that he wears Every it. game next season, 
Yeah, he'll, he'll oh, win every Titans game. Only, you're, only. Weirding, you're weirding me out. You're, you're rewording everything I say. I, every game. Every game. Every season. Every game next football season, only if it's Will Compton. <laughs> wow. Bro, I'm, I'm sure you can get one of those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I get a Will Compton jersey. And when we do the pod. And when I, we do the pod. If I get a Will Compton jersey, I will rep it next season. No doubt. Um, when? Okay. During every game. Every NFL. So if you're watching the Cowboys versus the Redskins, you'll wear the jersey, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. We get you got it on this podcast. Okay. Only if it's Will Compton. I'm not wearing Derrick Henry or, I mean, he's, why not? Because I'm repping Will Compton. That's I can make the rules. Bro, Derrick Henry and Will Compton are like boys. I know, but Will Compton. Will Compton is who it has to be. He's, okay. a spe- he's a special teams grinder. It's how I would play football. Which goes back <laughs> to my which goes back to my original point. Special teams is more violent than jujitsu. Not MMA. I'll say jujitsu. Do you I'll even cut. know what jujitsu is? <laughs> yes. Define it. Go. What do you mean? Okay, define okay. basketball. What, yeah. How do you, Wait, okay, define, we know that's what... like asking me. That's like asking, <laughs> define. Hey, define baseball for me, real quick. Okay, I get. You I, get I, I get what you're getting at. I'll accept it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for episode three. Thank you so much for tuning in, um, gentlemen. Plug your socials before we get out of here. All right, everybody. You know what it is. Sizzle underscore p give me a follow um also shout out to some real like maybe our biggest fan at the moment cold trader shout out cold trader just need to need to give him some love on the pod um but yeah follow me on some twitter follow us on instagram as well okay uh i'm not even gonna shout out my i'm not even gonna use this time to shout out my social plug because I want to shout out our tier of all tier one followers. Sorry, Cole Trader. You're up there, but you're not our tierist of all tier ones, <laughs> which is which is Coleman Loose, okay? He's been down with us since day one. We posted the podcast within 30 minutes. He had it up on his story. If you want to prove that you're a true – not true Instagram follower. If you are a true tier one podcast follower of ours, share this link on your Instagram story this okay, week. Okay, you know what? If you're real. I'm down with that, Jacob. If you want to show your tier one follower of this podcast, share the link on your Instagram story, and we will give you some love on the podcast. Okay, okay, but this is you're kind of saying that it's like a threat. This isn't a threat. We only it is want a threat. To, no, it is I a would, threat. It's actually a no, threat. No. I only want to see who the true tier ones are. I'm not. Okay. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying yeah. to force everyone into sharing this. That's that's true. That we're trying to see who the real ones are. I get that. That makes sense. I don't want. I don't want clicks. I want actual, true, devoted listeners. I want loyalty. That's what I want. <laughs> okay, this is getting weird. All right. All right. <laughs> and, uh, my socials are Denton Reed on uh, Instagram and then Denton Reed one on Twitter, or it might be backward. Denton Reed one on Instagram, Denton Reed on Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast. We are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, and we're on YouTube. Uh, Paul occasionally posts really funny videos. So make sure Wait. you. That that explains why Joey's videos are so much better than Paul's videos. Because Joey posts garbage ones and Paul posts great ones. 
Yeah. Joey, I'm sorry. Joey, I'm sorry. We, <laughs> we, act, we actually go in behind Joey and immediately delete the videos he posts on YouTube. Dude, I'm at, I'm at the end of – I'm literally at the end of my rope with Joey. I mean, I'm, just, I'm done with the And kid. we have to keep him around because Tony will call back in and, you know. That Bro, was... okay. Tony, okay. Amy, Tony. We, got, we did a vote. We did a vote. And, and literally it was 100% said, besides Paul, but everyone besides Paul said 100% Uncle Tony was in Paul's head. That is so false. That is so false. That is facts. Uncle Tony was just unhinged last episode. You couldn't handle him. Whatever. (laughs) It's so so, so clear. Lastly, uh, I mentioned YouTube. (laughs) Make sure to go subscribe to our YouTube. We have some cool collaboration stuff in the works with a certain anonymous youtube channel that we are very excited about coming up so make sure to go subscribe to our youtube follow our instagram follow our twitter and uh we will catch y'all next time on the trash talk podcast make sure to share it with your friends family loved ones and strangers love you guys we'll (laughs) see y'all next week hey see you fellas hey love every single one of our our listeners love y'all well there's actually one listener that we talked about that we're a little shaky about i guess you should i guess you could say (laughs) see y'all next week cue the music nobody raps about these trivial things know what i mean like all i hear is either super soft or super mean but i prefer the super soaker route that's in between like not the winner of more the summer kick back and enjoy the spring cause i'm a simple guy who takes it on himself to leave a simple life i love my wife i love my friends and love the time we get to spend enjoying all the things that can't get overlooked if life's a sprint so take a second sit listen to the sounds of preggy boys so filled with joy they might annoy the people that don't lol or know what for it's serious business to keep a smile on so keep a smile on and come and dance and along. like, oh my woe, you know I'm happy, clap along if you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, oh my woe, if you're not happy, Craigie boy, make you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You guys sound like Outkast. Nah. You guys sound like Macklemore. Nah. You ever heard of Nickelback? Nah. Get sold in a record store. Nah. But you must want to make some money. Nah. You can't just sing for free. Nah. You need a manager. Nah. He'll tell you what to Look, be. Man. Everything we do's been done before Like kicking the dough, waving the foe, foe That's big, not literally, it's a metaphor My rhymes are like a pickup game, I'm not keeping score I can't go hard for my city, that's a fact, bro I'm from the suburbs, now what you know about that? They say I hustle, don't even be alone Who even said I hustle? I drive my mom's car it's serious business to keep a smile on So keep a smile on And come and dance and along like, oh my woe You know I'm happy, clap along If you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh And I'm like, oh my woe If you're not happy, Craigie boy Make you feel like, ooh, ooh, ooh When the dog bites, when the dog bites the bee sting, the bee sting And I'm feeling, and I'm feeling sad, sad I simply I'm like, oh my woe, you know I'm happy, clap along if you feel like, ooh, 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 and 
I'm like, oh my woe If you're not happy, Craigie boy, make you feel like, oh, oh, oh I mean, I started recording already, so <laughs> Okay, let's get into it, boys right, Let's right, get right. into All it right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four of the Trash Talk Podcast yes. I'm your host, Reed Denton Gentlemen, say hello Say hello to the cameras, say hello to the listeners, and then we're going to get in to some Super Bowl disappointment, actually. What's up, everybody? Not mayhem. Just uh, disappointment. Shout out to my long list of fans that keep hitting me up. Thanks for showing in. Um, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not one for greeting, so I'll just get straight into it. Fact or fiction. Super Bowl Gronk is better than playoff Lenny. What do we think, boys? Fact. Uh, I think that's fiction. Playoff Lenny was averaging like eight <laughs> yards a carry tonight. Dude, so... he was an animal tonight. Yeah, but also have... Gronk was better. Yeah. You must have forgotten that Gronk retired and is not in his prime male years and came back and balled on Kansas City defense tonight. Yeah, yeah. Gronk had six catches for 67 yards and two tutties. Fournette had 16 for 89 yards, one touchdown, average of 5.6 yards a carry. And also buried like three or four bodies, too, well, with, with just trucking people. Yeah, we're not even going to do trial of the week because it's it's playoff <laughs> Lenny. We actually saw him. We have we video have, evidence of him murdering, <laughs> murdering three defenders. We're Number all 50. eyewitnesses, bro. Number 56 will be a meme tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah, number 56 <laughs> is never going to get forgotten as the man who got absolutely punked on the biggest stage of the year. I mean, you have to have more – like, I mean, trip him up or something, man. Golly. Yeah, I don't – yeah, when you see the Leonard Fournette running full speed at you, like, why would you even try to lower your shoulder? Just go for those ankles. Because I as – a, as a cornerback, I would much rather get hurdled over – then absolutely just run over. Oh, absolutely. No, what about see, what about stiff armed? No, 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 no. There's nothing. Stiff I mean, arms the most disrespectful thing that can ever happen. <laughs> yeah, you're not a man. Over trucking. Stiff armed. Yeah, over trucking. Yeah, if, yeah, because okay. that's his whole body that he's trucking you with. If he stiff arms you, it's one hand. He's saying my one hand is better than your entire body. Your that's girlfriend should true. leave you. Yeah. Okay. You let's get let's you don't get belong. into um. Your children don't let's belong get into, to you. Let's get into the Super Bowl, boys. So, all right, all we're getting into the Super hey, Bowl. Hey, let's get into it, boys. <laughs> so we're we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go do a little around the campfire scenario here. Everyone, give me a takeaway here for the night, and then I'll tie a bow on it with mine. But Jacob, takeaway of the night, the big takeaway. What is it? Okay, boys. Biggest takeaway. We said it last. Okay, not we. I said it last week. I said it the week before. Um, you can beat Tom Brady once. But it's impossible to beat them twice and in the Super Bowl. And where the Chiefs screwed up was letting the Honey Badger talk trash to Tom Brady. Oh, I've whatever. Never seen, I've never seen Tom Brady go off on anyone more than Tyrone. Tyrone? Is that his first name? Tyron. Tyron Matthews. No, it's Tyrannosaurus is what it's short for. <laughs> no, Tyrannosaurus hey, Matthew. Can we change his nickname from Honey, ba- Honey Badger to... Uh, t-rex well i mean now he's the milk badger after that performance i mean (laughs) yeah there was nothing better than seeing him like say like chirping at tom and then tom turning around and chasing him down 
to say something to him. Like, that was hilarious. And he's the beta badger now. Okay, so here are a couple of my takeaways. <laughs> the beta badger. <laughs> Breaking news. Tom Matthew, talk, the beta badger. People won't talk about it because the Bucks won, but um, Jones, is it Jones the second? Ronald, Ronald Jones, Jones the, sec- the yeah. second? I thought that was the softest play of the Super Bowl whenever they were at the one-yard line, and he didn't just – if you're a running back and you're getting the ball at the one-yard line, you have to hit the hurdle over the uh, lineman move. Absolutely. You fair. can't be going in trying to truck people. You just got to hit that, let me jump over everyone. and yeah, go over the but top. Maybe, yeah. well, maybe he's not that kind of player, bro. Don't touch my ass. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's more – yeah, he's more of a competitor guy. Put his head down. Um, yeah. Paul, what was your big takeaway of the night? All right. Oh. Biggest takeaway was that the Bucks owned the line of scrimmage. Yeah. The Chiefs' offensive line, dude, I don't think they gave Mahomes more than a second to throw the ball. Dude, poor Mahomes. All half. All second half and most of the first half, too. Uh, Mah- yeah, poor Mahomes. Had, dude, the man was running circles all – dude, I want to know how many steps he took in the second half, dude, if he was wearing his Apple watch. <laughs> that was insane, dude. He was running <laughs> circles, dude. Every oh, single play, too, because JPP and Shaq Barrett were getting into the backfield in, like, half a second, dude. Um, dude, how intimidating was it seeing JPP with his visor on just ready to go? Yeah. Dude, do you see Nadamakin Sue's hit on Mahomes? Too? Absolutely yeah. flattened him. I don't, think that was, <laughs> I don't think that was Sue, though. I thought it was the – um. It was Yeah, it was Sue at the it end. It was mostly Sue. Were uh, you talking about the one where his head went back? I don't know. It was a big hit. He got yeah. flattened. Not the one where he – not the, not the one with uh, roughing the passer. It was the one where he just got pancaked. Yeah. But also, I think my other – Big takeaways, and let me get it all out before Jacob hops on me because I know he will. I'll let, it, the, I'll let you get it all out, so go. Reps were way too involved and made way too much of an impact on this game. Now, granted, the Bucks win that football game pretty much no matter how you draw it up, but I thought the first half, the refs were way too involved, way too many PIs that were like, uncatchable i mean there was like two or three balls that were just flat out uncatchable that got called pi and then and then there was an interception by matthew and then the pi was just like i mean that's the pi you call on an intercept like that's just that wasn't enough and that was a huge play that's an interception in their own territory Mm -hmm. so i just felt like the refs were way too involved first for the first half and then they definitely fixed it in the second half it yeah, like I did more relaxed in the second half, but yeah, I mean, this was the only game I've ever watched where the team I was rooting for was the team that I felt like was getting away with the calls. Where I was like, I know I was already objectively looking in to, uh, <laughs> I was already watching the Bucks, like hoping they win, and then I saw them, uh, the refs, like on their side and I was like okay this is pretty obvious like it was so once I think that I saw I think it was either Jim Nance or Tony Romo they were like breaking down the calls in the first half and it was like nine or ten to one and and yeah the biggest takeaway for me I mean that 
terrible. Of course, the game ended up being 31 to nine. So we might have more of an argument if that game is 31, 27 or something, but yeah, the uh, pass yeah. Interfer- the pass interference where there was clearly uncatchable was pretty bad towards the end of that half. But I mean, the biggest thing about that game was how uncomfortable Patrick Mahomes looked that whole game. It was weird to see. I had never seen him yeah. look that uncomfortable. And granted, he both of his tackles were, excuse me, were bench players. That uh, I mean, and they looked like it that entire game. Oh, for real? Were they? Were, they weren't the like starters. No, both tackles were. Uh, they were. Oh, well, that like, explains it. <laughs> yeah, both of the, <laughs> That's crazy. the the two tackles for the Chiefs were like. They had come in throughout the year, uh, yeah. but they, they weren't the consistent starters. So that happened. But, I mean, even still, when you hear that, you're like, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to make it happen. But, I mean, the, the Chiefs – yes, the Chiefs' offense did a great job of controlling that game. But the – or, sorry, the Buccaneers' offense did a great job of controlling that game. But the big takeaway was how the Buccaneers' defense, they didn't hang on for dear life. They dominated the Chiefs. Yeah. that line bro my uh back to um tom brady's pick that got called back did y'all see playoff lenny (laughs) to matthews and try to suplex him (laughs) he wasn't trying to tackle him Playoff Lenny grabbed from behind and was trying to throw him over his back dude they showed the replay and there's three times where playoff Lenny literally tries to suplex him, but because you know they got that LSU beef. Oh, I, I actually don't know if they have beef, but uh, him and Jamal Adams have beef. One time they were tweeting back and forth. Really? And, and Leonard, <laughs> Leonard just tweeted back, "No, nah, for real though, I trucked you all the time in practice, and I got the videos, <laughs> and I got the videos to prove it." And after that, Jamal didn't reply. Dude, uh, bro, like one of the the big thing in this game, I felt like that that cemented it in terms of like the Bucks were gonna win was just how much time Brady was getting to. Yeah, I mean he had five minutes to throw the ball, and so and dude, if he if you literally if you don't pressure Brady, he will beat you. There's no way to stop him if you don't get pressure, and they didn't get any of it, and he dissected them. And I would like to take this moment to say, first of all, I was right. The Buccaneers, <laughs> I said, there's no way the Chiefs win this football game. No, and I was right. That was my take. <laughs> no, 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 no. That. No, no, no. What you were no. You hopped on that with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Both of y'all said it. Both of y'all said it. No, I was go, the only one. Go. The one that said it's impossible to beat Tom Brady twice. That was beat- – I opened with yeah, I'm going on record. No, no, no. I opened with there's no way the Chiefs win this football game. And I was right. Now you can have your moment in the sun where you say you were right, but this is my time. I'm not sharing the glory. (laughs) I was right. Me, me, me. It's all about me. Um, but no, I think the two big takeaways, and I think there'll be an overreaction tomorrow, probably of like the blueprint for Patrick Mahomes. You remember everyone? Oh, my gosh, dude. Every, it's going to be ESPN yeah, all day. Yeah, the blueprint is have – You don't think of, it's going to be more Tom Brady? I, I, Well, I mean, they'll have the Tom Brady talk, but, I mean, they're, they're eventually going to go to this is the blueprint for how you beat Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the dude just played in the Super Bowl. 
second straight in a row. Which is a blueprint for beating any quarterback <laughs> yeah. is get pressure. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, yeah, everyone knows the blueprint for beating a quarterback. Unless you pre- Mike Vig, baby. Is pressure <laughs> is pressure is pressure with four or pressure with three. Like that's how the Giants beat the 16 and 0 Patriots in the Super Bowl. No, I, Eli Manning beat them, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Manning is that Tom Brady kryptonite. I tweeted it this week. Joey, go retweet this. I tweeted this week saying though this isn't word for word, but I basically said if I had to choose my hot take, if I did if I was the Kansas City Chiefs, I was the GM. Last week, I would have picked up Eli Manning as a free agent and started him over Patrick Mahomes. Because yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah, that that I that's a good idea. I would have started Eli Manning. Literally any other game in the world, Eli's hitting the bench, third string, fourth string. Super Bowl against Tom Brady, put him in. Dude, Eli Manning is somewhere floating down a lazy river with a (laughs) mai tai. <laughs> drinking a twisted tea, yeah, or drinking a twisted tea, and he has like a tray of food floating beside him. I don't know why Charc- but- he's got a charcuterie board <laughs> just floating the river, bro. He just has a, a wood plank of a wood plank of cheese floating beside him that he's nibbling on. Have y'all seen Tokyo Drift? I don't know no. where you're going with this, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is cap. We're moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, I want to hear it. Yes, I've seen Tokyo Drift. Where are you going well, with this? Well, he's like the American guy from Tokyo Drift, Eli Manning. All right, I'll give it to you. Uh, okay. Okay, forget <laughs> it. Back to That's the Super Bowl. Something for the fans. All right. Okay, back to the Super Bowl. Um, and- I'm going to go with another clutch play. 56 got trucked. But another clutch play, 56 was on the punt team, and he um, dude, he had that holding call, but actually saved him. Because remember the punter dropped the ball? Yeah, yeah. but he, he booted like, it like eight, like 50 yards. Though. Yeah, but it would have got him blocked, but that 56 guy held the guy, uh, like yeah, held yeah, him. Yeah. So I actually said that was probably one of the smartest plays of the whole game because that was our – Another sound. For okay. Yeah, yeah, we're editing that out. Yeah, a little something. Disgusting. A little something for the fans. <laughs> um, we only have guys listen to this. You know that. You know. You know all the boys love that. Anyways, I thought that was pretty good. Hey, um, shoot, shout out to our female fan base. Yeah, we that. we love our female fan yeah, base. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's thank only them, not me yeah. though. Yeah. Thank you very. Okay. All right. Um, my Can't last wait. takeaway, my last biggest takeaway, which I already talked about a little bit was the most savage play of all time was I talked about Tom Brady going into the Honey Badger's ear. Remember when they started barking at each other or whatever? And then if you notice, it was like that next drive or next – I think – I want to say it was the next two plays is where it looked like he called the direct audible to Antonio Brown, who was – who had Honey Badger – who is uh, manning him? Bro, that he threw, route he threw at him was the, nice. threw the touchdown at him, which yeah. was basically disrespectful to the honey badger. Like, you want to talk trash to me? Okay, bet. Yeah. AB, AB, run this and let's get a quick tutty on him. I don't think anyone noticed. Like, and now yeah. Tony Romo wasn't talking about that. I thought that was savage. Like, Tom could have thrown to anyone. And Tom made that about him and his crew. Like, he. Like Mike Evans was silent that whole whole game. I felt like Mike uh, Evans Chris, most boosted wide receiver in the league. Chris, okay, but 
okay, that's another conversation. But Mike <laughs> e- or Chris Godwin did pretty well, but the standout yeah. players were definitely Gronk and AB, who yeah. Tom Brady brought like with him. Yeah, Gronk, the standout guys were Gronk, AB, and Leonard Fournette, all three guys that came. And that offensive line, time. dude. Yeah. Dude. The offensive line Who's called. That? Who's that? Uh, is it the center that has the visor? Slauson? Is it Slauson? That guy's got some O line swag to him. The center is the one with the long hair. Yeah. 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 Who's the one chirping at Chris Jones and got a flag? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just a squirrely vet. Yeah. Squirrely vet. He he knew what he was doing. Bro, that game got chippy. That game kind of got chippy, bro. So, yeah. I I do want to circle back to our. the blueprint conversation we were having earlier where I was saying um, it's the talking point tomorrow is going to be, is this the blueprint to beat Patrick Mahomes, which um, I think is foolish, but what do y'all think? Are the chiefs in trouble moving forward? Or are they going to go 13 and three next year and be back in the Super Bowl? No, they, what they need to do. <clears throat> listen, I didn't know about the tackle thing. I think if maybe if they have their starting tackles, the, the offensive line doesn't look nearly as, as bad as it was today. So maybe that's not an issue to address in the future, but I think, uh, I think moving forward, it's just, dude, just draft defense, man. And they've got some players on defense, but draft defense, go hard on defense. Um, I don't think that's a blueprint. I think, I think they just got pressure on them at the end of the day. And any quarterback loses that, you know, if Brady's the one getting pressured all game, they don't win, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily a blueprint. And I think the chiefs are, are fine moving forward. They'll be back. My hot take is the Chiefs will go undefeated next season. And here's why. Whew. After after you win a Super Bowl like they did last year, they literally walked away from that Super Bowl, and everyone walked away from that Super Bowl like no one can be the Chiefs whenever they like want to play. Example: this season, they literally walked through everyone besides the um, rate. Yeah, it was the Raiders. Raiders. Raiders beat them, yeah. But that was kind of like a fluke game. That was like a, a divisional game, like, you know, divisional game. It was early. It was yeah, early. early. Game. But it was literally like, okay, whenever they want to turn on, they can just turn on. But it's hard to do that whenever you're like – when ev- literally everyone is boosting you. Like, the Chiefs can't be stopped. And now that they have been stopped, they're coming back next season, like, pissed. And they're just going to be ready to absolutely yeah. go off. And I think they're going to be – because you really don't have, like, that much motivation whenever you're already the champ and you feel like no one can beat you. Like, what's the point of going out and grinding? And I think I think this offseason is going to be a good offseason for them. And it's also hard playing, like, what is it, 20 weeks? Like, they've been they've been deep in the playoffs for the past three or four years. Like, it's hard to get a, a good offseason whenever they've been grinding for 24 for 20 weeks. And uh, teams like the Jets – have like a full month, month and a half more than them to have that off season. Yeah. But. That's true. Um, dude, at, at the end of the day though, I mean, I think this has been a development and a trend for, I guess maybe three or four years now, but I think it was on full display now that speed and coverage at the linebacker position is probably more important than stopping being able to be a great run stopping linebacker like dude when david dude levante david was one-on-one with kelsey so often in this game and was d'ing him up 
Just hanging with wait, him. Yeah. Wait, you're saying coverage linebackers are more important than running line linebackers? Yeah, yeah like I think I think can cover. Yeah. In today's game, in a passing, I'd probably disagree. Pass Okay, well, but you I'll can, let, but you'd finish, be wrong, but okay. I'll let you finish okay. your point. I'll let you finish I mean, your point. Okay, yeah, you'd be wrong, but okay. Um, okay, go on, and I'll I'm tell just you saying, why. I'm just saying that you can't have, for example, like somebody like, I know this is a while ago, but. Brian Erlacher. Yeah, Brian Erlacher <laughs> is, a, is a great all-time <laughs> linebacker, but he would not, I don't think he'd translate that well in today's NFL just because today's NFL is, is you got to be able to cover as a linebacker, man. And that's what makes people like Roquan Smith so good. People like Levante David and, and white is that they're able to cover someone like Kelsey one-on-one dude. That was huge. That was huge in today's game. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Oh, B, did you want to add on before I, cause you're on Paul's side for this one. So I'll let you go. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to have a little bit different of a take, but I think, feel like yours is going to be a pretty far different end of the spectrum so go ahead okay i think you're i think you're right only against the chiefs because the chiefs are a passing if you're playing a team that has that's just going to pass like i don't know the exact percentages but the the chiefs do not run their offense like off of their running offense but the majority of teams are pass are are like that are pass first offenses no, I would say the Bucks, the Bucks uh, have such a great um, passing defense because their run offense is so good. Is because the linebackers are having to stay in the box and watch Leonard Fournette, watch uh, Ronald Jones, and and sit in that in the box and not just completely bail out. Whereas today you saw that like they really didn't focus at all at Ceh, like they didn't they weren't keying off him at all. He had great runs, but it was because they weren't like the linebackers truly weren't. That wasn't their prime thought was to stop, was to stop him. Their prime thought was like to guard Kelsey. I think, well, I do worked, which helps your argument, but I think most teams just aren't like that. There are, there are some teams in the NFL that are like that. Yes, I do agree, but I truly do think that most offenses try to start off with a good uh good running offense i what i would say to that though is i think what makes a good run defense has more to do with a great front and a great great tackles than it does linebackers because even if you have great run stopping linebackers like someone like erlacher was they 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 will get worked if the o-line is able to get to the second level super fast if you have big tackles, that makes a big difference. And so if, if you have a good front, I think pass, you know, coverage linebackers can still be very successful at stopping the run if they're if the line isn't getting to them in a split second, you know, and they have the ability yeah, but you can to get the in same, the gaps. You can say the same about a run uh run stop linebacker to pass coverage. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I, so. I think that uh Beep, chime in. Well, I think the way if that you can't the, pass cover, you can't pass cover. I think the way that the if game you can't is, run, if you can't run stop, you can't run stop. No, you can if if you have the opportunities. <laughs> if you're not fast, That's such you a can, weak argument. Yeah, know. you can. No, 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 no. I but... think I think the way that the game is going, 
I do think, I mean, if you can run the ball, you're going to beat a lot of teams. If you can pass the ball, you're going to beat a lot of teams. Um, <laughs> but, Joey clip this. <laughs> but there how is – How do you not beat a lot of teams? <laughs> there is an emphasis on throwing the football, throwing the fir- – and your boy, shout out Warren Sharp for this. There's an emphasis where it – there is an not, emphasis to throw the ball. He's not my boy. He doesn't know me at all. <laughs> shout if out. Jacob, if you were to say Jacob Pierce, he would say – who is that? Yeah. Sh- shout out Warren Sharp, a guy we're all a fan of. Um, you know, it's pa- it's a passing league now, passing the ball on first down, passing the ball on second down, yeah. going forward on fourth down. It's a more aggressive offensive game. The ground and pound doesn't really exist anymore. Uh, yes, I'd you- say it does. It, it does. Pounds. It does, but you, you're you like, if it, you can't throw the ball, you won't win in today's NFL. It, and it and it does, but it's like, not true. The Browns did great this year. The, the Browns had a great, Browns had a great yeah. The, the Browns, though, for the ground and pound to work, the Browns had a great offensive line, two great running backs, and then a really good quarterback. They lost okay, one of the Baker Mayfield is not a really good quarterback. They lost, a nice quarterback. They lost. <laughs> He's not a really good quarterback. They lost their offensive tackle when they lost their stud offensive lineman. They went one and three, and when they didn't have, and when they had him, of course, they're winning all these games. So when the ground and pound, there's a lot of parts that need to go right for it to work. But I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of it. So I still think it works. But the oh, league, babe, we know you're a trenches guy. But the but the but the league, especially if you if you look at the conference championships and if you look at who was in the conference championships, it was the pass heavy Bills, the pass okay. heavy Chiefs, the pass heavy Packers, and Tom Brady. I mean, if you you pack, need a mix, but yeah. you're right. If you don't have, and all of those guys have wide receiver weapons, like who's the starting running back for the Packers? Uh, Aaron Jones. That is easy, Aaron Jones. <laughs> okay. One of the best I, running backs in the league. Whoa, whoa. Easy. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he's yes, pretty he good. Is. He's good, yeah, but, like, he's not their focal piece. He's not their main thing. I mean, they they rotate running backs. The Buccaneers have two running backs. Okay, that they, they do rot- not rotate okay. running backs like yeah. that. Hey, Here, here's, here's the thing I'm trying to say. I think – and I'm, tr- I'm trying to explain what Reed's trying to say, too. I think you need both. You, you need know. a good run game okay, and you need a good pass game, obviously, obviously, to get to get far into the playoffs. But if you don't have a pass game, you're limited. Like the Bills didn't have a run game. And you know Man. what? They and got all why, the way to the conference finals and they, and they lost. But here's why I'm about to prove you wrong. Is because uh is it JPP? Is that his initials? Yeah. JPP. JVP knew they were not running the ball, so he was pass rushing every play and would get back there in a second. But if you establish the run, those defensive line have to wait a second to figure out is it pass or run, pass or run. Because you can't just – if you run straight up the field every time, a running back's going to run right past you. And so it changes the D-line. Oh, we're we're not saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's what you're saying. You're saying that if you can just pass all day, then you'll be fine. But you have to be able to set up the run because it affects your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes today, who's getting rushed like crazy because they didn't establish the run. You have to have a good running offense. Yeah. And look, and the bills and the bills didn't have one and they made it to the AFC championship game. So it's obvious that passing is the most necessary 
part of offense in today's NFL. Run game is needed as well, but you can go far with a great pass game. If all you have is a run game and you have Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, you're not going to win a game in the playoffs. You won't. Okay, why do you need to bring Mitch Trubisky into this? Because <laughs> he sucks, dude. Okay, but here's my – okay, yeah. I mean, you could argue all day. You need a run offense. You need a pass offense. Like, yeah, whatever. But if you just pass all day, you you saw what happened today. Like, Patrick Mahomes had no time. It is impossible to block. It would have happened no matter what. The Bucks no was just no. killing them. Yes, dude. Tom Brady had so much time because they had to focus on uh, playoff Lenny, bro. Even when they were blitzing, they weren't getting to him, bro. But I mean, so let's, I, let's let's get into the winners. Wait, and no, so I do think this is this is an interesting uh, stat that I have here. So I have on Pro Football Reference, which it's a great website. So the no, here's the top rushing offenses, the teams that ran the ball the best this year. Here's the list. Stop me, stop me when you hear a conference champion. <laughs> All right, or stop me oh, when you wait, hear. Say that again. Say that again. Uh, so this, this is these are the teams with the best rushing offense in 2020, right? All right. Now listen to how long it is before we hear a team that played in a conference championship. So number one, Baltimore Ravens. Two, Tennessee Titans. Three, Cleveland Browns. Four, New England Patriots. Five, Minnesota Vikings. Six, New Orleans Saints. Seven, Arizona Cardinals. Eight, Green Bay Packers. So the top seven teams, one, two, three. Three of the top seven rushing offenses didn't make the playoffs, and the rest of them didn't get past the second round. Now (laughs) give us the top – do you have the passing up? Yeah, here's the top passing offenses in the NFL. Kansas City Chiefs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are no, no, one no, and two. Wow. <laughs> first is Pittsburgh. What are you talking no, about? No, right now. I'm looking at it right now. First is Pittsburgh. Bro, you're on a wacky website. Then. Yeah, dude. Joey just ESPN, Joey bro. just fact checked you, bro. Bro, it's bro. Go to Pro Football Reference. Everyone uses it. Number how one. Yards, how how many average yards is Pittsburgh averaging each game? Pittsburgh for here passing offense is. They you are. Would, you would use fake news, ESPN. It was five hundred a game, bro. <laughs> they weren't. They were. They did not have five hundred passing yards a game, bro. Yeah, that's cap. <laughs> There's no, bro, no they way. Did. There's no way. They didn't have. They. Or maybe five hundred yards total. Oh, yes, postseason. Postseason. My yeah, apologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're good. So the passing offenses for the year. Number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three, Buffalo Bills. So well, who's four though? Tell me who four was. Houston Texans four. Who's five? <laughs> Falcons. Still, top three. Top three. We're oh. all in it. Okay, but listen to these next teams. Listen so, to these next teams. So LA. So four was Houston. Atlanta was five. Chargers were six. Raiders seven, Cowboys eight, uh, Green Bay nine, Detroit ten. So I mean, you you have three. Your conference, the guys playing in the conference championship game are your top three spots, and then you have some other good quarterbacks. Some of them not so great, but um, I think that's, that's yeah. I think that's telling when you see your your both two Super Bowl. Okay, and, fair enough. 
And so, like, yeah, like, they're not per- – like, it's not definitive. You still need a balance. But, yes. Yeah. But it is a passing league now, and you do need linebackers that can cover. But at the same time, as the Cleveland Browns proved, if you can't stop the run, then you're going to get beat. And the Cleveland Browns are a great example of that. But, yeah, you need a balance. And the, and the Chiefs, to your point, Jacob, the Chiefs are proof – on the opposite of Paul and I's argument of you need a balance and the chiefs didn't have a balance tonight and they pin their ears back. The Buccaneers pin their ears back and got after Patrick Mahomes tonight. Well, and I think it's a testament too to how good uh, I think, I think from my memory, Joey can fact check me too, even though he's kind of sucks. Joey, at it. I don't know uh, what he's about to say, but please. <laughs> I think from the regular season, the Bucks were the number one defense against the run. So that says a no lot way. about those linebackers is that they were covering like they were today. And, dude, they were good against the run. Uh, Elair had a couple big runs tonight. But for the most part, I mean, they didn't let him impact the game too much. So, those line- dude, those linebackers are awesome. All right, give me all swipe player of the week. So I player of the week for me is the center for the Buccaneers. I'm sorry I don't know his name, but that dude with the long hair, drawing penalties, getting smirks out of Tom Brady. Swag player of the week is you got to love the boys in the trenches. You got to give them love. Swag, swag player of the week is that guy. I'm going to find his name here in a second. Y'all keep talking. Uh, swag player of the week. Uh you know what? I might have to roll with JPP, like you said. He was rocking that visor tonight. It was a clean look, and he backed it up with his play and just absolutely dominated. So whenever you say swag, you're actually more about appearance, Paul. Yeah. You're not about persona. Dude, swag is an, embo- <laughs> swag is an embodiment of who you are as a person. And yeah, Ryan, I don't think swag Ryan... is arm sleeves. Swag's not your visor. Yeah. And Ryan Jensen... <laughs> The center for the Buccaneers. There it is. That's the name. Has swag. He has swag. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly who had the most swag of tonight's game. Oh my! Who is it? It's TV twelve, baby. Oh my! That boy was barking at everyone, letting everyone know he was the goat. Who was more on? I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you who was more on fire than TV twelve was AB. Every time A.B. caught a ball, he would get up, do about 13 handshakes with 14 different people, scream <laughs> at the crowd 12 times, and then give us four first downs. I love that. So I'm actually changing my answer as I say it. A.B. had the most swag. <laughs> Tom Brady was 21 of 29 for 201 yards and three tutties. So not exactly an electric night, but efficient. I was a- I mean, I'll it's one of those things where you watch the game and you're like, wow, he played awesome. But if you look at the stat line, you might be like, okay, he played good. Not necessarily electric, but they yeah, watch it, the game. It, but yeah. It's hard to play electric in a Super Bowl. Like, you're going up against the best team. He did play electric is what I'm saying. I think if you um, watch the game, if you watch the game, yeah. you know. Yeah. And one thing I think that doesn't get talked about, which pisses me off, is how every, remember how everyone got pissed off at the uh, Green Bay for not going for it, and remember whenever they didn't get it, and everyone was like, "Oh, what do the stats people have to say about that?" Like, but 
uh, whenever the – I think the Chiefs should have kicked a field goal whenever it was like uh, – whenever they're on like the nine-yard line and they just weren't getting anything. What did you all think about that call? Or do you think they should have I mean, it was like – for my memory, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was around the seven-minute mark in the fourth. And oh, I thought it was a lot later. If if it was seven minutes, then you're right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sh- I'm not sure. We could be t- talking about two different times, but I remember one of them was like maybe r- right under eight minutes to go in the game, and they're down thirty-one to nine or twenty-eight to nine or something. Maybe thirty-one to nine. And Easiest. at that point, I think I would go for it. Honestly, easy yeah, like bet of my life. Easiest bet of my life. My brother-in-law sends me a link this week. Says, hey, I've, I've come up. We're getting a pool. Everyone's putting in $10, you know, Super Bowl bet. You know how it goes. But he's gone in, like, super depth of, like, you know, what Gatorade's going to be poured on him and does, like, the, uh, you know, red plus three, blue plus four. Who's going to win? Chiefs minus four. Or Chiefs minus, I think it was, like, 110 bucks plus 140 or whatever. And so I can tell he spent a lot of time on this, and I said, screw it. I'm putting all my money on the Bucks, uh, plus one forty. And your boy won easiest forty dollars of my life. And I don't wow. have a gambling problem. No, remember, <laughs> gambling's great. Always get over leveraged. Um, Quick returns. <laughs> no, I like the aggressive play. But going off of Jacob, right now. Okay. So Jacob, clear winner of the game, right? Everyone's winner and loser. I'll go first. My winner of the game aside from the center from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I can't say him again my winner of this game is everyone else but the Chiefs uh (laughs) the the actual winners yeah no like every every other every every other NFL fan team that didn't want to see the the Chiefs cruise to what about a, the Saints? A gazillion Super Bowls over the next gazillion years. There's yeah, they've hope. lost their thirty for thirty credits. Yeah, there is hope. <laughs> the there is hope, and I am so happy tonight because there is hope that the Chiefs aren't going to win like six Super Bowls in the next six years because they are vulnerable, and that makes me happy and that makes me relieved. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have another Golden State type situation here so my winner is every other person in the world that likes football or plays it or both except for the Chiefs. all right okay so you're okay so the losers are actually just everyone just if you're associated with the chiefs no 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 my my loser is gonna be someone else but that's my winner who are y'all's winners of the game tonight you can go jacob okay my my winner is gonna be rob Gronk. Gronk retired. If you don't uh, remember correctly, earlier in the season, like he wasn't getting any touches. Everyone picked him up in fantasy football. First, I think it was weeks like one through four. He was doing terrible, getting like three, four points. And um, I remember he had that interview and he was like, yeah, I'm here to be a running tight end or whatever. Everyone was kind of sleeping on Gronk, me included. I was kind of sleeping on him. He came out Super Bowl Sunday. He said, this is not my first time here. Let me ball out. Him and Tom looked at each other, gave him the nod, and said, let's go off. 
And what do they do? They went off. Okay. My winner of the game, and I like that. That would probably be my second option if I didn't have this option. Um, <laughs> winner, Bruce Arians. Now hear oh me out. My. Now hear me out. Now oh hear me my. out. Bruce Arians is a lovable guy, man. His face always gets red on the sidelines. He's just he's all... drinking. <laughs> he's drinking the whole game. <laughs> he's always furious, but, dude, he's just a lovable guy. I felt like he's been a good coach for a while now, to be honest. He coached Jameis Winston to one of the greatest quarterback seasons of all time, oh throwing God. for 32 touchdowns, 32 picks. <laughs> the most legendary quarterback season of all time. Okay, anyway, no. Anyway, he gets his first ring. He gets it done with Brady, which – Shout out his mom <laughs> being, <laughs> being at the Super Wait, Bowl. No free shout outs. I don't care how old you are. No I'm, I'm giving I'm giving his mom a shout out. She was 90 <laughs> some odd years old. I'm taking that shout out. <laughs> okay, should we go to lo- should we go to losers now? Losers, yeah. Give me all's losers of the game. Honey Badger. They showed some stat like in the third quarter that was like one tackle, two penalty. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pick if the refs didn't blow it. Okay, but the pick wasn't a true pick. It was a it uh, bounce. Okay, did you see the pick? Yes, it got tipped, whatever. It got tipped twice. Like, still. He was at the right time at the right place. He didn't, like, make that play. But, uh, anyways, Tom Brady was um, – I think Tom Brady won the Super Bowl but also had a – uh, put down a huge down payment for his new uh, leasing agreement in uh, the Honey Badger's head because he was all over Matthews this week. Uh, and, yeah, he was just getting destroyed. The announcers were were roasting him. I felt like the camera was on him 24-7, and he just, like – and then when A.B. scored a tutty on him, and he tried, like – he didn't want to like fight AB, but he was like kind of nervously like pushing him like to the ground. I don't know. It's just weird. And then, uh, yeah, he's definitely my loser. Dude, Brady owns like a real estate company. He like runs a real estate company. Yeah, he o- Badger's yeah. dome. He opened no, no, no. up. He, own, he actually owns real estate. Like, <laughs> like that too. Yeah, he <laughs> opened both. up shop in there. Paul, who's your loser of the week? All right, loser of the week, Bill Belichick. Um, oh. Just seeing his his quarterback that he raised <laughs> go to the Super Bowl without him. And last season, their season ended way too short, and a lot of people pinned it on Tom Brady. Does He doesn't have the arm. You know, he doesn't – he's Dude, just Tom not the same. Tonight. He did, and he went to Tampa. What did he do? He said – Take this, Bill, and took a pie and smashed it in his face, and and just ran through the NFC, and, Bro, and beats also- and beats a phenomenal Chiefs team, and not only beats them, dominates them. Loser, Bill Belichick. Bro, did y'all see uh, Bill's girlfriend kind of get roasted on Instagram? No. <laughs> he posted something, and uh, some like rando posted on her post and was like. Or commented on our post and was like, uh, your boyfriend should have never let Tom go. See, this is what <laughs> happens when you let Tom Brady leave your team. And she went back at him and was like, you really think these past, like, whatever championships were all Tom Brady? Like, 
Bill coached the whole team. Tom was only like one part of it, and she just got absolutely roasted by everyone. Yeah, it's a tough, <laughs> tough look for old William Belichick tonight. Uh, let is that his guy, first name? I don't know, but Bill is short for William <laughs> typically, so I think we call him William from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> actually, let's. Uh, I'll email Joey and let him uh, get back yeah. to us on that. Yeah, well, and let oh, Joe, and let let. Let let punk ass Joey know that we only refer to him <laughs> as William going forward. Yeah, we've wow. actually we've actually banned Joey from actually being present. <laughs> no, that's the real story. Joey's actually out on a date tonight. Really? And so yeah, so For real. Him, yeah, we let him go. Joey's out on his first date tonight ever. Pretty pumped. Yeah, he he was excited when he and we were like, yeah, man, we're not even recording tonight, so like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay, but but uh, but but Joey was actually kind of cool this week. He he actually created his own Twitter account, which okay. was kind of live. Here's and the then he actually and he actually started posting stuff from yeah. our from yeah. Our also, podcast. Joey, you can eat it, eat it, because we were right about the Buccaneers winning that football game. <laughs> Okay, I'm pulling up Joey's. Does anyone remember what Joey's Twitter was? No. Okay, at Joey. It was like at, yeah, at Joey. I, I blocked okay. him. <laughs> okay, it was actually fire at first. Like it was fire. He, he was going off, giving stats, and let it be known, the only factual stuff he could find was stuff that I was saying. And, oh, whatever. Oh, it's true. First tweet: Dirk Nowinski fade away on sports science. Jacob was in fact correct. <laughs> Jacob was in fact correct about the goat. And then next tweet, Kobe getting Kobe'd, which was a video of Jeremy Lin waving off Kobe, which was actually a pretty funny tweet, Kobe getting Kobe. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joey's then, actually kind of cool. He actually kind of has a sense of humor. Maybe we and should then he tweets next. Reed has not been correct yet with his predictions. <laughs> As he has go, uh, gone against Patty Mahomes, except another big L for Reed Dennis. Yes, sir. Wow. Not this time, Joey. Yeah, have fun on your date. Then Joey, after this, Hope it goes Joey, horribly. Joey was kind of feeling himself and said, this is my own hot take. Have a lot of time to think <laughs> on my coffee run for the office. Please be gentle. His number one quarterback, Josh Allen, which I can see the argument. No. But number two, I could say ar- I said argument. I didn't say I agreed. That's a bad take. Joe. His number two quarterback was Ben can't throw it past 10 yards, Roethlisberger. <laughs> Joey, get out of the studio. Then you have Patty Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Stafford, um, top five. Are you high? For what our listeners, for our listeners. This is not a page that we made. This is actually <laughs> someone else who has made the Twitter page. Yeah, it's Joey. It's Joey. Yeah. It's Joey. Exactly. Yeah, it's not I mean, us. No, 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 but I've got a lot of feedback like, is it just you? Because it's only Yeah, no, back. it's no. – yeah, hey, yeah, for those of you that don't think Joey is out there alive and well, then just screw you guys because Joey's out there. It, and it, I was all about Joey until I saw who he was following – and he's following other podcasts. Oh my gosh, Joey! Joey. What, dude? What kind of loyalty is that, bro? No loyalty. Joey, no loyalty. Joey, you like... have thirty-eight hours to fix. Oh, that. hey guys. Uh, wow, Joey's 
emailing really fast right now. He just emailed <laughs> me back and said, uh, Bill Belichick's name is, in fact, William. So you're right about that. He didn't email you. You Google yes, that. Yes, he Come did. No. Don't put that on Joe. I don't Joe. have Google. Google that. He emailed me back, bro. I don't have. All right. Yeah, Joe, Joey Joey said it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if someone wants to sue somebody, you're going to have to sue Joey. Sorry. Okay, uh, should we do a uh, start, sit, cut? Well, I wanted Wait, we to need do, to we need I, to finish our losers. Yeah, I wanted to do oh, wrapping up my yeah. loser of the week, quite possibly the year, quite possibly the rest of my life is the weekend cuz that halftime show <laughs> sucked. <laughs> that thing was so uncomfortable. It was just like it was just the weekend singing at a camera, which is fine. I mean, he has an all right voice. He kind of really wants to be Michael Jackson. He was lip singing so badly. Which no, bro, that was real singing. Well, no. it it looked like real singing no. that was lip singing, but um, <laughs> I mean, what was the what was the when whenever he went behind the stage and they like filmed him with all the mirrors? Like, I don't. We, no I don't one know. wants to go. No one wants to go see a halftime show performed like backstage. Like, yeah, no one asked for at that. the fifty yard line. Yeah, be like, why? Where 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 are you going? The fans right. got ripped. Yeah, the fans did get ripped. Dude, yeah. Yeah, this was the worst. I feel bad for anyone that went to the Super Bowl. This is the worst Super Bowl you could have gone to. A thousand bucks start falls first home Super Bowl. They get a home championship. Okay. And they're giving free tickets to uh to uh like nurses who have been vaccinated. Okay, that's cool. Then that is cool. <laughs> And if you're a Buccaneers fan and you got to see the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, I'm happy for you. For anyone else, that would have sucked. Like if that was my first Super Bowl, I paid a th- I paid a G bar to go and see the week and see the Who weekend. Who calls a thousand a G bar? And see, uh, I, and you pay a grand to see a blowout, and then the weekend really far away, and then more of a blowout. I mean, I just feel bad for you. And yeah, the halftime show was my total loser of the week loser of the year i it was on like did is he a good singer yeah was that a terrible performance yes it felt not like be- it got stripped of my masculinity yeah not because not because the weekend wow, you really felt that violated not yeah. because the weekend's bad but just because that was such an uncomfortable stupid thing to it watch. was yeah it was that's my thoughts now we can do start <laughs> sit cut uh yeah, spoiler, I'm cutting the weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh let's Jacob, start it yeah. off. Jacob, Jacob, you got a list going? Yeah, no, Jacob. No, 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 no you're kind of hot right now. <laughs> Jacob, uh <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm chilling now, but uh Jacob, uh I'll let you uh, this is a new segment for us. So Jacob, why don't you go ahead and listen to or explain to the listeners how this is going to work. Uh, it starts at cut. You guys know how it rolls. Just basically. Okay, quit flexing. Put your arms down. Anyone who's ever played. They're MF- listening. No one's watching us right now. What are you talking about? They will. You. Let me put this online. Get your creepy eyes off me, man. I'm chilling with my hands on my back. I wasn't flexing. I'm just chilling. No. Yeah. I'm flexing on a boy. What's up? Anyone that's, um, anyone that's ever played MFK. Mary, okay. uh, that is what okay. this is, but football, sports. Yeah, so we're doing uh, starts at cut. Um, SSC. SSC, who I'm starting. Um, let's see. I don't want to go with the obvious. 
everyone's going to choose Tom Brady. Ooh, obviously. Yeah. My gross. start of the week was Antonio Brown for his on and off the field play. Antonio Brown wasn't like, I just felt like a lot of players were probably talking trash to him. Every time he got tackled, I feel like defenders were like, yo, you're crazy. You're crazy. You don't deserve to be here. You're insane. You're crazy. <laughs> and he like, was like, I don't care. I'm still going to ball out on you boys. Antonio Brown still has it. Next year, he's going to get a full season under him, uh, hopefully still with the Buccaneers. And I think he's going to be a top four or five wide receiver. That's that's who I'm going to start. Oh, um, that's hot. Who, who I'm going to sit, I'm going to be like, hey, you might need to figure this one out, was um, Tyreek Hill. I know that he's a big, like um, – quote unquote like distractor like hey we're going to use Tyree Kill to get Travis Kelsey open or to get another wide receiver open but Travis Kelsey or not Travis Kelsey Tyree Kill has been claiming on Twitter that he should be a tier one wide receiver that he's just as good as DeAndre Hopkins or uh you know Devontae Adams DK Metcalf DK Metcalf but if you're gonna go to the Super Bowl and he had like what two catches maybe three catches i think he ended up with more at the end when it was garbage time but yeah generally I think it looked like two or three catches i'm pretty sure he had a touchdown throw that hit his helmet like if yeah there was he's gonna claim to be a, a t- and let me just say this Tyreek, if you're listening to this you can catch balls a lot better than me i could probably beat you in a 40 yard and a 15 yard dash but <laughs> um no, that's cap if you're gonna to claim to be a top, a tier one wide receiver, like you got to back it up in the Super Bowl. But he's still, in my eyes, a really good uh, wide receiver. So I'm gonna go ahead and just sit him for now. Who are you cutting? But someone who's got to get out of the locker room. Someone who I'm like, hey, this just is not gonna work for us. Honey Badger. It's got to be the honey badger. I knew it. I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> you have that, so much hate for him. Because that works against a rookie quarterback. Like, if you're going to talk trash, go after Justin Herbert. Like, tell him he looks, like, I don't know, weird. Or, like, he smells <laughs> weird. Or, or something. his classic trash talk is, you grew up watching me. Like, that's what he's known for saying. Like, you grew up watching me. I'm the honey badger. You know how I am. Like, yeah, that works against rookies who are in the league, but don't trash talk the GOAT. Don't go after the GOAT before he embarrasses you in front of everyone. Like, that should be rule number one. Patrick Mahomes should have sat down with everyone individually and been like, hey, hey, you cannot be talk trashing Tom Brady. Choose someone else. Choose playoff Lenny for crying out loud. I'd All much right. rather you get on playoff Lenny than TB12. That's yeah, that's, that's true. That's a that's a good point. Uh, who am I starting? You ask. Uh, Don't ask, but I'll ask uh, now. <laughs> okay. Well, now that you asked, uh, playoff Lenny. Hey, okay. let's go. <laughs> I mean, the way he performed tonight, and honestly, throughout the entire playoffs, he turns it up when it matters most. He becomes a different breed when it matters most. And that's why I'm starting him because he will show up in the big moments. Um, sit. I'm going to have to sit. I'm going to have to sit Kelsey. 
What? Kelsey kind of got caught everything. No, no. He had one really bad one in the first half on a third and 12 oh. where it hit him right in the, it hit him right in the hands and he drops it. He had a couple bad drops and honestly, he was kind of deed up by those, by those Tampa linebackers. I mean, great tight end, but I'm sitting him after tonight's performance and I'm, I would much rather start Gronk. Uh oh yes sir. And my cut and my cut is the Kansas City punter. He put out oh. two he put out two, two like ducks. two ducks. Two after he ducks. and one of them was right after the hold where he booted it like 50 yards and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's got a leg." And the next play, it was like a 15-yard duck. Like, dude, he he honestly he set them up for a, a touchdown too. I think they the punt only went back to their own forty or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I'm cutting him, and honestly, the Chiefs <laughs> might be cutting him after this year too. So, but he's got that long hair swag. Yeah, it don't look good on him though. It don't look swaggy. So my star start sit cut for my start. It's a team who wasn't in the Super Bowl. Or the Pooper Bowl, as I'm going to call it. Um, what? The Pooper Bowl. Um, I am starting. <laughs> yeah, the- I heard you, but explain why you're calling it the Pooper Bowl. Because it wasn't a great game. It was just. Are you kidding of- me? Nah, I didn't. Yeah, one team, one team executed on all three parts of the field. Yeah, I know that, but it wasn't a great game. Still, it wasn't I- a very competitive match. No, um, my start is the L.A. Rams because they are winning the Super Bowl next year. The L.A. Rams, you're going to get on Super Bowl night. The L.A. Rams have a great front with Aaron Donald. They have a – Aaron Donald, sorry. They have a great quarterback. They have good – Great, great, great. They have a great quarterback in Matt Stafford. They have a a great quarterback. Yes, I agree. They have a great quarterback, a great head coach, a great – cornerback and Jalen Ramsey the LA the LA Rams are winning the Super Bowl next year that's they, my have, start. they have a very good shot I agree I agree with you my that. sit especially when I saw what you what pressure with four can do to the Chiefs I'm very confident the Rams are winning the Super Bowl next year my sit is the Pat Mahomes Travis Kelsey relationship he was throwing to that dude like I don't think I ever saw another guy catch a football for the Chiefs. He was throwing <laughs> to him in triple coverage off his back foot. I mean, he was throwing to him all the time. He missed um, their their um, their running back, uh, not Elaire. I can't remember his name. Sorry, thirty one. Uh, Williams. Oh, Daryl Daryl Williams. Thank yeah. you. Uh, ran a wheel wi- route towards the end of the game and was wide open and was just going to Kelsey or was going to Tyreek Hill. Not as much though, but. Thrown to Kelsey a lot tonight. Uh, and, yeah, he caught a lot of footballs, and he, he had like 133 yards, I think, on the night. But he was thrown to him all the time. A lot, of yeah. tar- a lot of targets tonight. It's like it was his only read. And when Kelsey wasn't open, he was panicking. And it would be Kelsey, and then he would see if Tyreek was open deep, and then he would panic. So I'm sitting that relationship. And then for my cut, and I hate to do this because I think he's a stud, but I don't think he works in KC right now. Is I think I'm cutting Tyron Matthew also. Uh, 
I think he is a stud. I love him. He's great, but I I think I'm cutting him because I think he might not make it on the Chiefs. It seems like there was something going on. It kind of felt like a guy on an island tonight where he was kind of which what most corners actually brag about is, hey, you're on my island. Yeah, but no, what I meant by that is it kind of felt like it was 10 Chiefs defenders and then Tyron Matthew was kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't play awesome. He was he did make some good plays tonight. He didn't play great, which that's not a reason to cut a guy that good. It just seemed like there was just something off chemistry-wise with the Chiefs defense and Tyron Matthew. So. I think, he was losing his composure a little bit on the sidelines it, too. It, yeah, him and the was, coach were getting into it. They were quite a bit, and so when you see that enough, I don't know. I think you tolerate that when you're doing. And he's been playing great football for the Chiefs, but uh, he's been a journeyman. You know, he went to the Arizona for a few years, and then I can't remember if he did another stint somewhere else. But then he went to Houston, and he had problems in Houston after playing two years of great or a year of great football for them. Uh, and now he's with the Chiefs. And so he has kind of hopped around a lot in the league. And uh, I think that's a little bit concerning to see. So it could be he gets too expensive. It could be that they're just not aligning. But I think you might look out for Tyron Matthew getting cut in Kansas City moving forward. <clears throat> so that's what that's what my thoughts are on this game. All right. Fellows, we're going to transition now into our last topic of the night, and we're going to wrap this thing up, off-season talk. Specifically, off-season QB moves. Thankfully, we have a guy from Chirac who can break No down. quarterback in Chirac to be seen in years. <laughs> who can break down ever, what's going on. The Bears are potential – big move players right now is that what we're hearing paul go ahead yeah well on this see i'm in a very i'm in a weird state right now because it seems like the bear from what i've been reading uh it seems like the bears have gone all in on carson wentz uh from my nfl insider not to be named uh he said that the Bears are willing to give up and have offered Nick Foles, Tariq Cohen, and a first-round draft pick for Carson Wentz. That's not a lot. It's not a ton, but Wentz has a big contract, a really big contract. And, yes, he's been really good for about – I mean, I think it was about three seasons he was playing really good football. And then all of a sudden this season seems like – it was just a very weird year. Like he played really bad, but there was a lot of other factors going into it. And so you don't really know what to take at face value. So part of me is like, man, I wouldn't get mad at the bears if they decided to go for Wentz and see if the, you know, he can live up to the potential and to the standards he set for himself throughout his career. Uh, But also part of me thinks that Nagy who isn't, the offensive mastermind he claims to be will get Wentz to play the football he was playing a couple seasons ago, you know? So I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of an experiment and it would take a quite a big investment. The bears are kind of stuck without a dance partner right now. Uh, seems like we would have to give up way too much to get Watson. And then Stafford got taken. You wouldn't and- want Watson. I'd give I- up everything for Watson. I think 
the thing is with with the Bears' current situation, I think we have so much that goes into being a Super Bowl team. We have the defense. We have some offensive weapons. I think if we gave up too much, then it's like almost like we'd have to kind of rebuild back. Not with Watson, though, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I would love to get Watson, but we'd probably have to give up a little more than I'd like. And uh, part of me wants the Bears to move up in the draft and get the number two overall pick and get a redrafted quarterback and pick and pick my guy from uh, BYU. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I want Wilson, baby. But here's the, <laughs> but here's the thing about that. Yeah. If, if we move up to get that number two pick and draft a quarterback, it's going to be the same people who decided Mitch Trubisky is a better <laughs> prospect than Deshaun Watson. And they would be making that decision again. So that path scares me a lot. So that is why I'm kind of open to Wentz, if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah. I mean, well, if y'all get the second pick, you're taking Justin Fields. There's no way you don't. Although, like, I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I love your BYU pick. That dude balled out this year. And he has an arm. And if you get him, and I don't know, maybe Matt Nagy is actually a good head coach. He just had an incompetent quarterback. But, I mean, um, if you get that guy, that, 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 was it Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, yeah. yeah. If you get Zach Wilson in the right scheme with the right quarterback, he has the tools to really ball out. So he could be special. I just, I just don't think there's any way. If I had the number two pick, I can see the Bears taking anyone but Justin Fields. Yeah, and if we did pick Fields too, I wouldn't be upset. I think he'd be a good quarterback too. I'll say it. Carson Wentz is trash. You don't want Carson Wentz over there. I don't know. Is that really the case? Explain. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about his on-field uh, play right now. We'll get to that later. About the, you're talking about the locker room. No, I'm talking about his on-field swag. If you're okay. rocking digital camo, Lame. I don't want you as my starting quarterback. Bro, it's not middle school <laughs> baseball anymore. Do not rock digital watch- camo. That guy thinks that the defenders can't see him with his camo out there. But when they see that digital camo, they say easy sack. Let's yeah, rush the yeah they say, oh, he ain't, he ain't no problem. <laughs> okay, let me let me list out Carson Wentz's stats in the past three years, okay? Okay. Last 2017, okay, his sophomore year, he had 33 touchdowns, seven picks. And a little bit over 3,000 yards passing. 2018, a little bit over 3,000 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, seven picks, but only played 11 games. Downhill. No. In 2019, last year, he threw for 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, and seven picks. And then this year was, you know, it was 16 touchdowns, 15 picks, and not a good year at all. But I'll say this. But those three years in a row, are all good years. They're so good years. Me, Sorry, you go. Part Sorry. of me thinks part of me thinks it it's it's an investment and a risk worth taking because he's shown enough to you that he can do it. Yeah. So I don't I'll, know. I'll say this. I put Carson Wentz and Jared Goff in the same category. They're quarterbacks. No. That, yes. No, dude. Jared Goff is so bad. 
Don't. No, bro. He went to a Super Bowl. Whoa, whoa, he got whoa. Carried, he got carried to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Jared, okay. Jared, Jared well, Goff guess is what? Joe Flacco. The Eagles won a Super Bowl with their backup quarterback, so don't tell me Carson Wentz didn't get carried throughout the regular season. I mean, he, he won a did. Super Bowl. Name, uh, another, name another team that's won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. I'll wait. I mean, they, there's teams who won Super Bowls with guys who should have been backup quarterbacks. And did, did the Rams win it? Oh. No, they didn't, but they won. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, okay, they no, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're arguing know, against Carson know, Wentz because you're saying he got carried more. No, no, no. I think he didn't make some sense. No, I think he, I think what he's saying is he's just looking you're at You're arguing his, for me right now. He's just, he's looking Carson at Carson Wentz is trash. No, they put in their backup quarterback who lost his starting job to Mitch Trubisky. And he won a Super Bowl. So you just were talking about how trash Mitch Trubisky was. Think about that, but less of and won a Super Bowl. No, not less of. No, he's yes, a, he, he lost his starting job. Well, but okay, it's, that's but because it, the sunk cost fallacy of the Bears. We're going to start Mitch if he's able to play because we draft him at number two and we want to make no, sure it looks it's because good. he can throw the ball better. No, he can't. Well, I, no, I just right. I don't I don't think it's that black and white. I mean, you can't look at oh because he won this game, he's the better quarterback. I mean, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. I mean, and no and no one. Joe Flacco's a great quarterback. No, uh, he's kind yes, of. He the, was whenever he was on the Ravens. You remember how dominant they were? He was he great. The, I would say he was he, in that ten to twelve range of quarterback. He, he's the definition of getting carried by a defense. Like he got. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. Okay, so did you watch him this year? Whenever they almost beat the, uh, who was it? Whenever, whenever he started on the Jets, and he was like, Trash? I think they played. No, no, no. It was like the um, oh, why am I going blank? I think it was the Steelers when they were undefeated. He almost beat the Steelers with the Jets. I mean, so here's the thing with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco never threw more than 27 touchdowns in a year. He never threw less than ten interceptions in a year, so I mean, that, those yeah. are those aren't great. He threw for four thousand yards one time, and that year Carson did, Wentz and Jared Goff are in the same category. You can't change but, my mind. But so the year he threw for four thousand yards, he threw twenty touchdowns and fifteen and fifteen picks. And to answer Jacob's question, another another subpar quarterback. Who went to the Super Bowl? Rex Grossman got carried by that Bears defense. He was horrible. He was one of the worst quarter. He was horrible, bro. You can't be horrible. Horrible. (laughs) You can't be horrible. That's a different era. We had a great run game. Thomas Jones was a killer. We had a good run game, and Devin Hester was returning one touchdown a game at that point. (laughs) He was our offense, bro. Talk about talk about my start of the week. Might be Devin Hester. Actually, I might change my answer. <laughs> I mean, Devin and, Hester, bro. <laughs> I mean, and going back to the Carson Wentz thing. I mean, Carson Wentz in 2019 threw for 4,000 yards, 27 TDs, seven picks. In 2017, 3,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. And, and he got, only played 13 games that year. Yeah. You just said too. Yeah, he only played 13 games. He was that. He was. If you'll recall, he was, was that the Super Bowl year. Yes, he was leading. Okay, so he was playing with the with the best offensive line and best defensive. Well, league. you can't say that because they won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's playing with a good team, but he was also no, the lead, best team. He was leading. 
he was the leading candidate to <laughs> he win. He was playing M- with the best team. He was the leading candidate to win the MVP that year. So he they were eleven and two when he got with hurt. the best team. And he had thir- 33 touchdowns and seven picks. So, yeah, no, he was playing on a great team for sure. But just because you win the Super Bowl doesn't mean you're the best thing. At, you're the best team at everything. It does mean you're the best team. They uh, were the sure. best in the offensive line defense, I'd say. They they had had the best, the, their offensive line was OP. Yeah, the, their offensive line was great and their defensive line was great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, are we just going to take away quarterbacks and play with great offensive? So then Dak sucks by that, like, measure. He has a great how, offensive How line. does that – how did that correlate with Dak? Because, no, because if we're, if we're negating the fact that his offensive line makes him – like, it doesn't mean anything, then Dak sucks because he has a great offensive line and he plays well too. It's like you can't do one without the other. You know, like uh, – Wait, I'm pretty sure you said, like, two weeks ago that – the Cowboys offensive line was a trash offensive line. <laughs> no, yeah, that, no. I know I, for a fact you said that actually. No, I, I yeah. had to correct you. No, yeah, I said a couple weeks ago that the Cowboys offensive line was bad towards the end of the year because they had injuries. Yeah, they had yeah. injuries. That was no, why. you said nothing about injuries. You said they oh, were trash. Oh, he did. I remember. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay, Joey, the- please fact check this. <laughs> All right. Now, with that being said. Um, we kind of got a little derailed there. I do want to give you all a quick up, update on the Texans thing. So 15, hour, 15 hours ago, the NFL, NFL.com. Wait voted. a second. You're a Texans fan? No, no, no. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm giving you an update on the Texans. No, no, no. We don't want to hear about the Texans. We want to hear about the Titans. <laughs> well, an update. The, Give the us ti- an update on your Titans fandom. The, the ti- any Texans stats. The no ti- one here cares about the Texans. Well, he's the only quarterback on the trading block that's a real stud. And um, so Deshaun Whoa, Watson. Oh, the Titans looking for a new quarterback? <laughs> no, the Deshaun we don't Watson. We want to hear about them, Deshaun Watson, as of uh, a few hours ago, NFL.com wrote an article saying they got the Texans GM, and he said he has no intentions to trade Deshaun Watson. Okay, but uh, what is what are the Titans feeling about doing with Derrick Henry in the offseason? I'm they're, they're going to make him real big and strong. It's going to be really, really good. We're really oh, excited. So they, had a, they had a huge contract with him last season. More importantly, what do you think they're going to do with Will Compton? Yeah, well, hopefully they keep him. Hopefully, hopefully he keeps getting his special team reps in. So, bro, uh, that man was killing it on special teams. <laughs> okay, but most importantly, what do we think about Ryan Tannehill? I would put I like him, him in I the like exact him. same quarter, uh, category as Carson Wentz. I would too. I would actually put him based on the past couple of years. I would actually put him. A, yeah, maybe I, above. Actually, I actually have him higher. Yeah. Uh. And I'll I'll tell you why here in a second. Um, but I I mean he's played a real some really really good football the last couple of weeks. Dude, and, the uh, Titans are savages. That's a team that I want to play for. Me too, dude. I would love to play for Vrabel, bro. Bro, out of all the coaches, Vrabel, dude. Bro, he's Vrabel like one with his team. Cu- Vrabel said he would cut off his male private parts win another Super Bowl again. And I want to play for that guy. That is fact. I don't I want need to play Joey to guy check that. He actually said that on Bussing with the Boys. They asked him, they said, would you cut off your male private part for a Bro, Super Bowl? And no, yeah, and he did. And the thing is, he's already won like two or three Super Bowls. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Ryan Tannehill this year threw for 3,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven picks. So 
Good a year, pretty man. a pretty great year for Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, I like Tan. I mean, granted, you Tannehill. Why? Because the run game was unstoppable. It was. It was unstoppable until the second round of the playoffs, and then it. Who they play? Who they got, lose to? Got got bumped away. Got, Ravens. They, they got beat by the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, yeah a, team that, a team that they already beat in the, twice in, in the regular the, season. In the wild card, was it the wild card? Yeah, it was wild card. Yeah, yeah but I. I, the yeah, thing but about they already Tannehill, beat twice in the regular season, so it's pretty hard to beat a team three times in one year. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. No doubt, the no thing, doubt, the no thing about Tannehill to me is that he's seen – to me, he's a very capable quarterback. But if there's a deficiency in skill on the, on the offense of side, like receivers or the O-line isn't great, he's not really someone who's going to play – outside himself and win you games when there's a deficiency you know what yeah. i'm saying does that make yeah. sense yeah, yeah. like i th- i think yeah. someone like watson who has plenty of deficiencies like but that's why you got offensive line and receivers but, he's gonna make it happen but their offense is designed to score like on average six points a quarter like their offense is designed to be ahead the whole game yeah where they can yeah that fourth quarter they can just hand it off to derrick henry and they yeah. can just let him like do his thing, whereas they're not. Uh, which, ironically, because actually their last four or five games they had to play down, and they Ryan Tannehill did bring him back, uh, but their offense is more designed on a scheme of run heavy, run left. Taylor Lewan is going to be coming back next season, uh, but Ryan Tannehill is just not the man you want for your fourth quarter comeback. But here's the thing. Ryan Tannehill can make the throw. He's got A.J. Brown, yeah. who's about to be a top-five receiver. He's got Derek Already Kennedy. is. They've got – defenses are literally stacking 18 people in the box. They've got 11 legal players on the field. They've got five illegal players on the field. They've got four coaches. I don't even know if that math adds up right, but that's what they're doing out there. To stop Derrick Henry, to leave A.J. Brown wide open. I'll tell you this much. I'm starting the Titans. I'm I'm changing. Let's do starts and cut for teams. I'm okay. Starting, Let's I'm do starting starts and cut for teams. I'm starting the Titans, cutting the Chiefs, and Whoa. Uh, what? And canceling the Steelers. So you're no, sitting I'm the Steelers. Back. I'm canceling the Bears. I'm Wait. So is it start God, sit cancel mouth boy or whatever? Start sit cut. Are you cutting the Chiefs and sitting the Steelers? No, I'm cutting the Steelers, sitting the Chiefs. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Well, I'm starting the Rams, obviously, as oh, I said. God. Starting the Rams. Um, <laughs> what about the ti- what about the Titans, bro? Of course, dude. Yeah, that's your team, beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, dude. I can't mix business and pleasure. I'm too much of a professional. <laughs> I, of course, I'm also starting the Titans. But uh, I'm starting the Rams. As far as this, the business of this show goes, I'm starting the Rams. I am sitting. <sighs> I think I'm sitting the Packers. I think the Packers are going to kind of come back. I think the Packers are going to come back down from earth. I think – I don't know what's going to happen with Rodgers, man. I'm sitting the Packers. I'm not going to say they're 100% done. I'm not going to say they're 100% going to be back. I'm sitting the Packers, and I am cutting. Oh, who am I cutting? 
This is a tough one because the Texans do your former team. There's a well, I've already cut the Texans. I cut them week one, uh, <laughs> and they're and they're not coming back anytime soon. Um, let's see, who are we cutting? I'm gonna cut the cut the Eagles. No, cut the Giants. No, it's not. It's, it's not that. It's you should have started I, the uh, Washington football team. I'm cutting. And brace yourselves. I think I, I'm going to cut. If you say Tampa Bay, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm cutting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I don't think they're going back to the Super Bowl. I don't know what happens with Tom Brady. You got a lot of older parts on that team. You can't Get, be serious that you're cutting them. <laughs> I'm cutting them. I'm oh, cu- my. They, they got their Super Bowl. I mean, JPP is old. Rob Gronkowski is old. Tom Brady's old. Antonio Brown's 32. Um, Is that old? You didn't throw him in the old that category. That's all, all right, that, Paul. that's all that matters on that team. But, yeah, that's who I'm cutting. Paul, give us your start, sick cut, and then we're closing this bad boy out. Who am I starting, you ask? <laughs> yeah, that's what we just asked. <laughs> and sitting and cutting. <laughs> The Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia. Okay. Oh my gosh, they just got. Okay, keep going. Josh Allen is maybe the second best quarterback, young quarterback, young quarterback. Hey, stick your chest out when you say it. Is he the second best quarterback or not? Yeah. Second best young quarterback. Him and Mahomes. Mahomes is number one. He's number two. Young quarterback who plays for the Bills. Okay. And. I honestly think if they they don't have a ton of needs, I think they have their their defense needs a little bit of some upgrading in certain areas. They need to improve the run game, but overall they have a lot of really good pieces. I like their tight end. Um, I think I think the Bills are who I'm starting for the future. Um, who am I cutting? No, who am I sitting? Um, I'm gonna sit the Dallas Cowboys, and here's why. They're going to go 8-8 eight eight again. Not enough to cut them. Not enough to start them. Mediocrity at its finest. Jerry Jones won't get it done in the offseason. Dak Prescott's good, not great. That's why I'm I'm going to sit the Cowboys. Okay. okay. Have fun. <laughs> moving up in the draft and picking, picking someone like Mitch Trubisky. Selling Coyle Mack and the rest of your defense for someone like Mitch Trubisky. Bears are trash. I'm not done. I'm going. I'm, my not done. I'm not done either. Allen Robinson's about to get out of there. He doesn't. No, want he's to be not. There. No, he's not. You know what he did with his Twitter at the beginning of the year? I don't care. Bears are trash. Bears are never gonna uh, get out of that. Division. Okay. Who am I cutting? You ask. Um. Mitch, if you listen to this, I think you're an awesome guy. Okay, I didn't mean. I didn't really mean that. You come on our podcast with Kyle. All right, Who? Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking to Mitch right now. If he, oh, if no, no. I don't want Mitch on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mitch, you can come Mitch, on. No, <laughs> no. You want Blake Bortles. That's who you want. As you're who doesn't want Blake Bortles? Who I'm cutting? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars because it's Jacksonville. And they That's like such a talk. cop-out answer. Oh, my. No, Jacksonville's the – They're never going to make it out. 
Oh um, my! Who else are you gonna cut? The Bengals, the two thousand, the two thousand fifteen. No, they got they got Burrow. Who else are you gonna cut? They got Burrow. Don't you They've dare got cut a future. the Bengals. Yeah, Joey B. Wait, is it Bengals or Bengals? Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, is it is it spelled B A N G? No, it's B E N G. How do you spell jalapeno? Jalapeno. Yeah, sometimes sometimes they're <laughs> saying a little different beep. Well, this one's not so. This one is not said differently. <coughs> All right. COVID. All right. Um, gentlemen, I think that wraps it up for us tonight. This is kind of a long one. We thought this one might be shorter, but a little bit of a long one. That's because we're filming this at 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, we do it for the fans. <laughs> we do it for you guys. We're um, And for Joey. Joey, reveal yourself. We haven't seen you in weeks. I think he's gone missing to be Yeah, honest. he's still on his Joey, we're actually concerned. There's like an FBI, FBI search party out right now. Break breaking Joey. news that Joey's date stood him up. So RIP to that guy. Um fellas, go ahead and plug your socials uh and then we'll get on out of here. At all right. Paul did the worst cut of all time. Yoki hot take. Okay, that was so bad. No one, no one even cares either. Okay, uh, are you back from the moon yet? Are you back from the moon when your audio is that bad? <laughs> okay, social is sizzle underscore p. But I, I'm thinking about deleting my Twitter. Not a huge fan of Twitter. I might get what? off. Uh, yeah, guys. So you know what? Just, just follow us on the gram if you want. If you want to interact Aww. with me, I'm I'm much bigger than Twitter. I don't need to stoop to that. So, and then I'm a didn't read on Twitter, didn't read one on Instagram. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Paul's gonna eventually do some work and post videos. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure you go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, uh, and then plug our podcast out there. Um, we really appreciate y'all's help in growing this over the last month. Can't believe it's already been over. Oh, it's been yeah over a month now, but uh, this is our fourth episode. So we really appreciate y'all's help growing this, and uh, please continue to do so. Continue to listen and continue to DM us stuff. Joey, if you're out there, tweeted us this week. Goodbye to football. We love it, gentlemen. Any closing thoughts? Uh, Chicago White Sox are gonna win. <laughs> The World Series this year. It's my closing thought. I just had to put it in there at the end. Rangers won't win the World Series. Uh, Jordan Spieth is going to win the Masters. Shout out, Brooks Kepka. Uh, football, we love you. Goodbye. And everyone else, we love you also. Good night. Good luck. Kobe's the GOAT. Kobe is a top 10 basketball player. Kobe's the GOAT. Top 10. Goodbye. Welcome to the the Trash Talk Podcast. Cue the music. About these trivial things Know what I mean Like all I hear is either Super soft or super mean But I prefer the super soaker route It's in between Like not the winter More the summer Kick back and enjoy the spring